As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm extremely punctual. Sure am. And, um, <laughs> being late really, really is a pet peeve. Mm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Me too. <laughs> what they stand, stand for? And it just gets under my skin in a way that you would never imagine. I won't like you to Sure won't. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. Oh, man. Hey, hey, I'm hating my blood for late people. Apparently, that's perfect. Welcome, guys, to another episode of See the Thing Is. Yes, happy Friday. This is definitely a good fight record. I like that. Just so you know, first time ever hearing this song. Listen, there we go. I will let you know there that our guest today, when I asked <laughs> what he wanted, He's he he let me know that Crystal was definitely on the rider. What? Preferably chilled. And I was like, you know what? We're in Brooklyn, so I feel like that's not really a tall ask. I feel like somewhere <laughs> there's gotta be a liquor store in Brooklyn that has Crystal somewhere still. I believe it. Well, I'm, I'm excited, guys. Yes. Because we have another Friends with Benefits joining us on the motherfucking cam. Sure do. And so it is time to give a round of applause to that man. Yes. Hey. That you guys may know as be dot. Hey. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you are you are now Brian B. Dot Miller. Yeah, not to be I feel like <laughs> not to be confused with the battle rapper. You gotta say the whole you thing. You have to like, say Brian B. Dot Miller. Like a tribe called Quest. Yes. Wait, so when people come after the the battle rapper, do you get all of the I get you the know, shit on Twitter? Yeah, some people like like I'm the wrong guy, man. You know, but it's all good. 
I would say wrong guy regardless if somebody was coming at me. Even if I said some shit and I didn't feel like going back and forth with them, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Wrong guy. Yeah, wrong, wrong guy. It's wrong guy. By the way, real quick, Jay, can you turn down his headphones? Because I don't think he realizes how loud we are. And every time we talk, he's you like, turn oh, mine shit. Down yeah, too, it was, kinda, it was a like, little loud. He's like, oh, shit. I just these, thought you had these, a... These bitches loud. Manny, Manny, was yelling, Manny was yelling in my ear. There we go. I'm about being late. diaphragm. <laughs> Can yeah, you hear me? a lot of air, a lot of sound. Am I, summon, am I coming in good? Yeah, yeah you okay, coming in real sure. good. You coming in good. You be talking, so I think you know how I to know, use you're a pro. the microphone. You do, you you do a, a little of this. I've been doing bit. this for a while. Not a little bit of this. Not doing <laughs> it for a while. <laughs> a well, I guess we could start off with a little bit of a catch up. Yeah. Um, I guess let's ask you what, what I know, kind of you got, beat you, what you got going on. What I got going on? Oh, man. It's been a busy week for me so far. I just premiered my new show on Spotify. It's called New Joints Live. This subtle flex is brought to you by New Joints Live. New Joints Live. We kind of rebranded it. It's on the Spotify Live. Everything's been rebranded. It's called Green Room now. It's called Spotify Live. Okay. And it was called Most Necessary live which was the name mm. of my show was reflecting off the most necessary playlist mm. and okay. basically every week i was shitting on the playlist so it was like you know what let's just give you another playlist to talk about and that is hilarious because it was this. really bad like it was a lot of bad rappers on there man. <laughs> you know what I'm well saying? we don't talk about bad bad rap bad music all of that and it's funny because bridget uh, was was talking about as well creating playlists yeah. What, yeah so wait what's a bad playlist just with bad rappers, man. Bad sequencing. It's like, yo, oh. you, this, you call this music, but it sounds like static. So I was kind of like being real critical of that each and every week, but also talking about different topics. But, you know, the good folks over at Spotify, I was like, you know, we're going to give you another playlist to talk about <laughs> called the we New Joints yeah. playlist. And it basically talks about the new songs that came out during, during the week. And I, you know, talk about that with uh, a bunch of a nice community of people. And we do that each and every week. Every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Uh, California time. Love that. And um, as far as playlisting goes, what makes a good playlist? Because think, good when, I, when I think about playlists and even in making playlists, I'm like, I want to make something right. that people could listen to beginning to end, I, but also something that could shuffle and you don't feel you don't feel like you entered a whole different playlist or a whole different. I thing. think what it is to me, you know, music is subjective, right? Yeah. But I also believe it really boils down to is taste. Mm-hmm. Like people's tastes suck. Yes, oh, it's true. Shit. You know, it's true. So it's like if a person has good taste, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna trust your opinion about how to construct a good playlist because it's all about the architecture mm. of how you put the music. So, do you feel like you have good taste? I, I do. I. I mean, I've okay. seen a couple of your lists. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I may have to debate that just you know a little I mean? bit. You, yeah, you, taste, and your, taste is subjective. you and your homie a couple weeks ago, we we called that nigga, but he ain't answer. Which homie? Elliot. Elliot. Oh, Elliot? With the best rapper alive. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. we, we was like, sir. I said, I said, hold on. We got to get him on the line. Yeah, Elliot's. I'm confused. <laughs> Elliot means, he means well. <laughs> I said that all the time. I know. Yeah, no, you just look at me crazy. No. You don't say I mean well. You just I be like, say you mean well. On mm, Twitter, I always say you mean, mean well. She, mean I well. didn't mean well when I said you're childish for eating Pop Tarts. Do you eat Pop Tarts as an adult? Nah. Good. I, 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 good for you. You eat the one with like no frosting or something? No, like I eat that? the one with frosting. frosting. Okay. Nah, I used to eat Pop Tarts. I used to, I was a s'mores guy. That was s'mores my Pop Tart. a good one. The s'mores Pop Tart is a good but one. But yeah, the then 
puberty started That's happening, breakouts, <laughs> and it was over for the pop talk. It's giving. What's so funny about Mandy is she will try to age me out, like, oh, well, bitch, you old, and then be the first one to call me childish. Meanwhile, she's okra, like an old okra lady. Okra is delicious. So, bitch, I'm from the, we can't. <laughs> all right, we can't. I'm from all the, right, my we were talking is, about taste. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm from the are okra. Y'all could y'all could choose. This y'all what can we decide. Doing? <laughs> okra. That's just like that comes with a DVD we, of the we, color purple. We are not doing slander <laughs> on okra today. You told Harpo to hit to beat me. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. I hate you. Well, what's going on with you, Bridget? So I had, um, well, for one, I'm prepping to move to another unit in my building, which is really frustrating because I don't know how to really pack to move in the same building. To a deluxe apartment in the sky? Uh, no, I'm going down three floors. So it's a little bit of a downgrade. More space. It's more oh, space. Shit. But it's definitely, um, it's definitely not, it's definitely not up. In, I'm not going to be able to see this guy, which is funny because I took a picture of this guy this morning from my terrace and I was like, I'm going to miss this. Mm. Um, but no, like I just, even in preparing to move and like being organized and trying to figure, like it's such a, it's such a tedious process mm. and it's just been giving me a lot of anxiety and i'm a person that routinely waits to the last minute to do stuff because i i do better i do better in most circum under most circumstances under pressure okay. most of the time i do but also i can focus fully on something if it's if it's closer to the time i have a hard time being present to prepare for something that's not here yet mm, okay um including so, getting ready <laughs> like she, so, she be going to the very last second of things like oh it's okay so procrastination i try bit. to um well no i just I don't I don't I'm not always aware of how long things actually take mm. like mm. I'm always like no this this only will this only take me like 20 minutes no it takes like 45 <laughs> to an hour like it takes an hour and so I don't really have a good gauge on that which I mean could be could fall into the category of poor time management but it's not um in my mind it's it's not my my objective my, I'm still aware of trying to be on time gotcha. like I'm still conscious of it especially working with, with you know the time <laughs> fucking the time, time police, police. The, time yeah. snob. I knew you were fucking the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland um <laughs> You're, you're late for a very chill. important date. I know. Um, but no, so I, I had a therapy session and my therapist was talking to me about um, anxiety paralysis mm. and how you can literally have so much stress and feel so pressured by a multitude of things. Or maybe not. It could just be one thing that you are completely stuck like mentally you're stuck, physically you're stuck mm. and your everything just kind of shuts down and you end up not getting it done, which adds more stress and anxiety to it's almost it's like when people say, you know, it makes no sense to worry about shit you can't control because you, mm. you really putting yourself through shit twice. So it's like you're worried about what you can't control and then you're worried about it as you're worried before it happens and then you're worried when it happens. So it's almost uh -huh. that idea that like I'm in my mind stressed out about not having enough time that then I wait until like there's not a lot of time and then I'm like shit I really don't have enough time and it's and then I'm I'm frozen like I don't know how to get myself back on track to get everything so mm. that actually does make sense though. so, so what, it's a it's a thing what's apparently. it called again anxiety paralysis that's like some new age conditions and shit yeah, no it is it and is. I always I'm like yo she making shit up bro I, ain't gonna, I feel like, I, she, I I feel feel like she be making you. she be finding words that are like you know what we can just throw these together well anxiety is one of the words that really we all knew we had like yeah. we had it but we ain't know what it was called and yeah. now anxiety is thrown on everything I'm anxious I just have anxiety it's right. anxiety right. we knew what depression was somewhat yeah. but anxiety is a new word that kind of sounds a little bit better to say other than i'm depressed well now it's either you know we're, I mean? we're depressed or you have to be depressed or clinically depressed clinically, clinically depressed, depressed is like uh, the step above where it's like you've had a professional tell you that this is not just a mood swing this is not just a bad you know what i mean a bad week this is like a state of mind that you are currently functioning in 
which is a little different. But with the anxiety paralysis, I, I had to think about it like this makes so much sense because I got all these boxes and I haven't packed, I haven't put anything in them. And I know how I want to organize it. I know Man, how she I want to put stuff. Man, she gonna be bringing down a lamp at a time. <laughs> she gonna true. bring down a book. book. She, I, I was she, like, I how am I gonna move like, down to in the same building? What the fuck am I gonna? I'm a, if I could just put my put my bed <laughs> as it's made yeah. on two different dollies See? and roll that bitch out. That's I would, literally what I think. This you're, is what you need to do. Okay, tell you wake us. up at six a.m. Mm-hmm. You go to your local Home Depot. There's gonna find, be a bunch of men outside. Yep. And say, hey, yep. mira. Come with you. They're gonna help you out in thirty oh, yeah, you minutes. Throw, and you throw them some cash, and it's over. There oh, I you know. Go. I know. We know all about Home Depot. They got. They got. So they do. got the pros. They got, <laughs> they the got pros all the pros. They got all the pros. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead, baby. Let's get into the <laughs> shit. This is our transition, transition song, by the way. Okay. To transition from our our ketchup. To, I know what you didn't even give us your ketchup, girl. Because I don't life. know where I'm at right now. Okay. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> Bitches, anxiety paralysis is where I'm at as well. I don't even know how to voice where I'm at right now mm, in my mm. mind with everything going on. I really Man. don't. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds go, like anxiety yeah, paralysis. Yeah, I, I don't know what to like. Literally, and I pushed my therapy session last week, and I'm just like, it's because I don't even know how to say how I feel, where to go. Mm. Eh, let me wait till I know what I want to talk about. Because bitch, that hour is expensive. I need to make sure it's outlined. <laughs> it's true. Outlining sometimes my therapy sessions. You do. Girl, I know. I want to go in knowing what I'm about to talk about with my. I have questions that I need answers for, oh. or homework that I'm requesting for how to get past something. You request homework in therapy? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I told you I was really good in academics. Who requests I, homework? I do. I literally talk to my therapist and be like, "Okay, now give me homework. What I do for the week to help you get through like this." It's just adding to the stress. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah, you you putting a hat on a hat. The no. work is you have to you gotta do the work anyway. Like there's work to do no matter what. So you But if I don't know how to get somewhere, like it's like I gotta go somewhere, but I'm not asking nobody for directions. I'm not even finna open my Google Maps. That don't make no sense because how the fuck am I gonna get there? Mm. So literally that's, true. that's what I do. That's true. If if I know the result that I want and I don't know how to get there, that's why I'm paying you as a therapist. But do you feel like you get there when you're talking through things? Or do you feel like you it's something no. she'll she'll give you some shit and you gotta go process it later? Because so I like to hash it out in the moment and get to the solution in the moment. Right. So see, no, in therapy, I'm figuring out why I feel the way I feel and mm. what these feelings are. What is the name of this? And why am why what is the this, name of it? I need the name of it was bothering me. And so I know either I want it out of my mind, yeah. either I want to learn how to stop worrying about it, yeah. or conflict resolution with people. How right, do I approach right, right. this situation to find a solution? Mm-hmm. So literally I'll be like, give me my homework. How do I do this? How do I prepare myself for this right. conversation? Mm-hmm. Like I ask for homework mm-hmm. every time I have a therapy session with her. Wow. Yeah, I just talk in the mirror. Do you go to therapy? Nah. No, nah. I, just really? got, I, I go to a barbershop. <laughs> And you think that may help you? I mean, I'm doing all right so far. Can, can I ask you a question in terms of sure. even your health, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and we were just talking about this on the ride over. My, my dad just ended up in the hospital because oh, of his that. heart. And Jamaican ass motherfucker did not want to take the medication. He was prescribed a year ago for the same thing. And she was like, typical black men not even wanting to take the medication because, you know, how we're going to do at least take meds when you're sick that are prescribed to you. Or you just be like Gatorade and and ginger ale going to solve it all. (laughs) Right. And a little Vaseline. And a jar of Vicks. (laughs) Right. Vicks and Vaseline. That's it. I mean, I I, I have a Nutribullet. I do that. You know what? All right. Okay. Are you making smoothies every morning? Every morning. morning. You do. You are. Every morning, I put a lot of kale, uh, spinach, kiwi the, with the skin. Oh, that's my secret weapon. Okay, you know what I mean. And uh, I put a lot of other things in there as well. And I take some vitamins and 
And you do some push-ups and, right. and we straight. Okay. That's my Obamacare. <laughs> yo, smoothies, yo, smoothies and push-ups. <laughs> it's giving Obamacare, actually. I hear <laughs> Smoothies and push-ups. There you go. All right, well, we wanted to start off a little bit. First off, to also just introduce people really at what you do. Yeah. But with a tie-in to Viola Davis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not, be that in Did you watch? Did you watch the first nah, lady? Any just, of the? I just saw the clips and I felt like I got the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. You know what's crazy? I feel like that's most shows now. Mm. Really? Yeah. I feel like we get except for Moon Knight. I have no fucking clue what's going on in Moon Knight, and I've been watching that shit every week. It's a Marvel movie, a <laughs> yeah. Marvel show. I have no fucking clue what's happening, and I'm usually pretty I mean, good it took at connecting me a while the dots for WandaVision to really understand yeah. what was like. What right. And I have on? no, I have no clue still what the fuck is happening in Moon Knight. <laughs> but Oscar Isaac is acting the fuck out of his part. So, I mean, I guess we could watch. But yeah, most of the clips were kind of like, you kind of get the gist of what it is. And it's and it's a it's it's a biopic. So you're understanding like every single person, every every clip that you see is a per, a char- is playing a, char- a character playing somebody yeah. that we actually know in real or that we know of a celebrity profile in real life. Right. So, um, yeah, it was it was interesting because she was getting criticized. Yes. Here all we look, place. look at the scoff. I mean, right so, so. It was, it was Davis, pretty bad. Uh, it was pretty bad. addressed the negative response to her portrayal of Michelle Obama in the Showtime series. And she says, quote unquote, critics absolutely serve no purpose and i'm not saying that to be nasty either ultimately i feel like it is my job as a leader to make bold choices win or fail it is my duty to do that she also says that it is incredibly hurtful when people say negative things about your work how do you move on from the hurt from failure Mm. but you have to not everything is going to be an awards worthy performance Mm. now we wanted to bring that up because you are a critic (laughs) yes of pretty much everything from music to current events, yeah. pop culture, what's yeah. going on in our in our culture. Mm-hmm. And as that, you have a lot of people that disagree a lot with your takes. But she says she believes critics just serve no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Now, clearly, you don't believe that about your job. No, absolutely not. I mean, we all have criticisms, right? And okay. it's just like, I believe the ones that hold weight are the ones that are coming from valid and qualified voices Mm. those to me matter because i get criticized i've been in this business for almost 18 years wow and i've tell you all yeah i know right (laughs) that's that's exactly half my life oh yeah i was born in the late 1900s for the people just now listening (laughs) so (laughs) i would tell someone you went to school in the 90s yeah i was in high school yeah the 1900s yeah but anyway (laughs) so it's like it just depends on who it's coming from right but that's part of the game is like no one everyone's not gonna like your thing everything everyone's not gonna like what you do so you gotta you gotta accept the criticism i mean if it's coming from a valid source what qualifies qualifies right girl i think it qualifies because i'm like because people don't people don't like our takes on things either but mandy and i are very like we stand firm in how we feel about things and what we and what we think yeah, but, but we also we let we let it be known like it's it's opinion it's, yeah, it's, our it's opinion. okay you're okay yeah. to your, you're entitled to your opinion and i'm open to people that don't like what i do but it's like whoever put you in a position to have a say so mm. like why does your opinion matter whose opinion wait whose lives have whose lives have you effectuated by what you say right. what impact has your opinion had on the ecosystem of what we do right so to me it's like you're entitled to your opinion but you know it doesn't really go as far outside of the timeline you know? i mean what qualify what what do you think qualifies now like with podcasting right right we all get on a mic and we all share our opinions and like like bridget said yeah. some people question why we qualify to have the opinions that we have um well you guys been doing this for a long time i mean yeah. if you don't know who bridget kelly is you know <laughs> <Talk> call, your, 
call your local uh, cable provider and set your Wi Fi. Google's on, your friend. Provider. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, like, a, that's been... how also how you know I'm old. I'm like, you have to go back to like MySpace days? No. You know well, and that's the thing with me too. Like, I mean, I started in the sports round, but I was in the blog. Like, yeah. I, got, I used to yeah. get my money on AdSense. Well, like, that's, that's, I, I remember WordPress, all the things. There's also been a shift, though, between the, what we consider journalism mm, and true. just like media reporting. It's right. not the same. I mean, I think, you know, in this day and age, um, technology has democratized power, right? Mm. So everyone has a voice mm, right. on the timeline, on this platform or that platform, right? But I think it's our duty to kind of like filter out whose voices are credible from who's not. Like, why does this person matter? Like, let's look at their credentials. Bida, I want to hear it now. Who is not qualified? Go. <laughs> I'm trying to go viral here. Let's try to go viral. Jesus Christ. We're not going to throw anyone on the bus. I don't, have right. any, I don't have no liquor, so oh, I can't talk. We're not going to do this. So wait, did we did we drop the ball here? We ain't no, got a because, water. No, because I, I, asked, like, I asked about Cristal, and he was like, no, it's all right. I'm I would have settled for Nuvo. You didn't give me oh, no. Shit. I don't, First of all, we won't settle for I don't Nuvo. Have no so I would never have you in Nuvo. Dang. It's okay. Just Give me something from the bathroom. He so, actually wow. said, wow, damn, he should. Actually, we did. Did you ask him his rider? Normally, I we, asked if there was anything he would like to sip or snack on. And what was your response? I just said Cristal with some Waterford <laughs> champagne well, <yeah>. flutes. <laughs> you know, but. Then, you know, eventually we're going to get an assistant and be able to make the run for you and all that. But we're still working through <laughs> some things. Good. It's all good. Okay, so you have yeah. nobody that you feel like is out here speaking, the, the spoken the spoke. But is not qualified. Nah, I mean, spoke. The spoke. listen. As long as you <laughs> have Wi Fi, <laughs> as long as you have Wi Fi, unfortunately, you are entitled to however you feel. You know what I'm saying? So, but in terms of like, if you had to hire somebody based on, is it based on oh, their engagement? No, because I think about like if that's a good if, question. If somebody was interested in getting into the space because yeah. they have what they feel are solid opinions based on their knowledge or based on their industry experience. Cause I struggle with, I struggle with, with even how I, how to give advice to people when they ask about music industry stuff, because mm -hmm. the standards are always different and they're always changing. So the standards for a creative are different. You don't really have to, I mean, we can look at how many, how many, how many announcements of VP of A&R we've seen in the last <laughs> Yo. two years? VP. VPs. Like, how are y'all? There's a lot of There's a lot of vice presidents. It's a lot of it's VPs and a lot of VPs of A&R and not a lot of A&R. So I'm just trying to figure out where y'all came from. And so I just, I'm curious, like, what is that? What are the standards? Because it's a lot of homie hookup shit that we see, too. Yeah. Where it's That's like, I'm going to just throw my friend cronyism. into the, yeah, yeah, like, I'm going to just throw my friend into this position because. But I say it all the time. It's not even about who you know it's who knows you That's a fact. and who right. gets into the position to be like right. oh this is what's needed oh I know someone on the mind which is what I've told Bridget now even in this space of podcasts and I'll be yeah. like bitch we gotta be outside like we have to be in people's faces because when they enter rooms yep. and new people are looking for either hosts or playlist yeah. uh, creators or mm -hmm. people to do different things in this space they're gonna go off of the people that they either last saw that's on the top of their head yep. and that's how your name gets in the rooms that's a, a fact. lot of times it's not about who you know it's who walks in the room and knows you and is able to even vouch for you and say your name in those rooms that's, that's it right well that's because, really it. because the other part of it is too like we don't only nowadays if you're if you are a critic and people don't have you don't necessarily have the rapport and the respect then people just call you a hater yes. oh and so you be called a hater be uh, me no i've never heard that <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I've called everything, every four-letter word, everything that you can throw Hater at me. Fine. You know what I'm saying? Hater is nothing. My skin is <laughs> thick like loop dances, and I have no problem with anyone criticizing me and coming at me. It, it's part of the job. Do you have? Do you, you, have do you feel like you? Do you feel like you have been? Like you've ever actually hated on something apart apart from just like criticizing? Um, 
maybe nothing I could think of, but like I just didn't like that person for. Mm. Um, so you are biased. I mean, we all have we our all biases. Have our biases. We all have yeah. our biases. I'm trying to be non biased. No, I don't. But no, recent- you don't. Okay, I, I lied. I caught myself. Grudge holder. She got a she got a book in her back pocket. I just so ready with you got a book. I ain't watching it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not listening. Are you a mean girl, Mandy? You know yeah. what's crazy? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> Mandy was Mandy was pushed to this place though. Oh, Mandy, oh, Mandy didn't start man. out as a mean girl. I, I What's was, his name? No, 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 not even. You know what's crazy? I mean, it's it's both genders. Yeah, I do I'm not discriminate. Say, okay. <laughs> they don't. And they you, don't either. It's both. It's both. You know what's crazy? When you come in, it's weird because being industry, being like even in this media personality podcast from content creating realm, you. You all kind of come up together, right? Yeah. And so... It's like high school, though. It, it is. is. It is. And so when you see people excel beyond you, or and I'm speaking of me, I've excelled beyond a lot of my peers, yeah. especially here in New York, it's almost like they feel the entitlement of growing with you without having to do the work that I've done. Mm. Like, you're not owed me to introduce you to somebody. And also, that's the thing, too. When you tell people no enough times, then you start to see their true colors. Right. And so... It's just like I said no to a few things, like or no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. No, no, no. Like, Respect but also, no. but also, here's the thing: as a friend, especially in 2020, especially in 2021, when we were going through even the departure of the JBN, all these motherfuckers still out here with their hands out. No one's asking me how I'm doing. Right. No one's asking about my mental health. No right. one's asking, hey, just checking up on you. Every time anyone in the same space came to me is with their hands out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going through a lot. Can I get my shit together before? You just expect me to right. bring you into the rooms and put you up on game. Like I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure this shit out myself. Yeah. So it just got to the point where I see who you are, and so I'm just gonna fall back. But also, I ain't phony, so my ignore game stupid. If I see you out, <laughs> I don't see you actually. Right. You gotta respect. And the here note. go Bridget. But now I'm outside with Kumbaya as Bridget, hey. who be like, hey, hey, come give me a hug. I'm nice What's to everyone. I'm kind. I'm I am kind to everyone. But also, I'm. <laughs> I've always been that way. So in my mind, if I ever, if that ever switches up, mm-hmm. then I feel like people will question if I was ever, if I was ever really genuinely kind. And I don't want to, and I don't, I care about that. I'm like, kind to me, until I'm not. Um, that's fair. To me, that's really, and no one has been unkind to me. I also, I also don't take a lot of shit personally. You can't. That's you can't. Co- part of that criticism, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like ah. I can't, I don't take a lot of shit. A lot of the shit that I feel like people have done or people do has more to do with where they're at and how they feel about their situation. And if I have threatened that in some kind of way or or just, or like, you know, what is what's the what's the saying? It's like you 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 poke their demon, like you buy, mm. like you stir their demon up, and that's why they can't handle being around you. I don't take that as a personal thing. But see, in this space, and I want to ask you too, because yeah. you sit down and interview people too, yeah. but you also talk shit about them when they're not in your face. <laughs> and I don't want to say talk shit, but we'll do the same. There's yeah. definitely so many people we would like to have on this pod, yeah. but then even when yeah. we think about it, I'll be like, damn, what what did they we not gonna did we say anything mind? crazy about them before? Right. Have you had somebody be like, nah, mm. I'm good on sitting down with you, with Elliot, with anything Has you anybody doing? turned you down? We've be- got, I mean, we, not, I'm trying to think, nah, not necessarily because of that. Okay. We've had friction with guests. Mm. Really? Yeah. I mean, the one that stands out the most is Wale. We've, right. We're in a great space now. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I've been critical of Wale's music in the past, and mm-hmm. I explained why. And, you know, in the at the in the interview, it was kind of confrontational. Like, I think he listened to you. Now he's getting into acting. <laughs> nah, Wale's cool. <laughs> Wale's improved tremendously since, you know, our, our confrontation. We almost fought at Rick Ross's house. I talked about this before. Oh, wow. At, Over what, though? 
I don't know. I guess maybe I, I was being so critical still. Oh. And he, it was a confrontation. And it he was, felt like it was you was a personal attack versus it just being an I opinion think that's about what the it was. But you know, Wiley's an emotional guy. Yeah, so, yeah we know. You know, um, we see the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> not like that, but you know, he's a he's a spirited individual. And we almost had a showdown at the at, at Rick Ross's pool party, but cooler heads prevailed and yeah. we've moved on. Have you ever wanted to fight somebody because they came at you really critically over like your art, your music? No. No? No, I just I just wanted people to not to not cap. I just wanted people to not front. Like they were looking forward to music and be excited and then when I would drop a project or try to reach out to do any promo or press around it, then it was like, oh, sorry, we can't. No, never mind. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, people be full of shit. Like to me, it's like if you're not interested, it's cool to not be interested. It's okay. To it's say- okay. It's okay to say, nah, you're cool on it. But then you press me when you want some shit mm. done, or when you want an mm. intro to somebody, or when you want help with some, you know, something creatively. Then, then it's then the, the conversation, the tone changes, and I don't, I don't respond well to that either. I just don't. I mean that happened. That happened with Joe and I when when we first were talking about the talking oh, about doing the podcast. She had to be talked into. I wasn't fucking with him. Mm. Like he yeah. he played me, and I was like, "Yo, if we're if we're cool, then then you should not have handled me that way." And I'm not. There's no fucking way I'm gonna work with you if you if you can't apologize. Mm-hmm. And he apologized to right. me for how how shit how shit went down and how it was handled. And so, you know, I think I think no one is above yeah. being checked. I think no one is above apologizing for mishandling somebody. And I and because of that, I also I try to keep a rapport. Of consistent kindness with people because if you have an issue with me then i know for a fact it's not some shit i did because mm. i know exactly how i show up with everybody yeah so you got a problem with me you probably have a problem with you it's not it's mm. not me it's not Talk my problem shit. so she said actually oh, <laughs> look, i ain't even had, had a goddamn sound i might even had it here we go all right y'all let's get personal real quick Our skin, as you know, has a huge effect on our confidence. If you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, dryness because winter is cold and kicking everybody's butt, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. Now, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. Curology prescription skincare uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients, making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. It's really easy. All you have to do is just fill out a quiz about your skin, share a couple photos without the without the filters, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. In a clinical trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients saw an improvement in their acne in just 3 weeks which I know sounds like a long time, but it's not. Time is flying by. You'll be fine. Curology products give you everything you need and nothing you don't without fragrances or parabens. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, which means he said and she said that it works wonders. So for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 when you go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days, applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Okay, guys. Well, you know, Mandy and I show up camera ready every week for y'all. And not every week. We be trying, We be trying, though. <laughs> Either way, our skin has had a huge effect on our confidence. It and has. if you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, fine lines, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated just for you. That's so right. that's why I recommend Curology. Now, Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. And listen, y'all, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs mm-hmm. from acne to the earliest signs of 
of Aging Curology Prescription Skin Care uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients. Ooh. It's giving science, mm-hmm. making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. And listen, y'all, the older you get, you cannot just put anything on no, your face. You get more sensitive, actually. Absolutely. But this whole process is really easy. You just fill out a quiz about your skin. You share some photos and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. And y'all, don't be adding them filters to them photos. Don't. And in a clinical <laughs> trial of 150 curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients actually saw an improvement in their acne in 3 weeks. I like that. That's curology great. products give you everything you need and nothing you don't mm-hmm. without fragrances or parabens. Yes. Products are shipped directly to your door every 2 months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, y'all. We love five-star reviews. We do love I, I we do love read a, a review. five-star review, you know. And for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 Come when on. you go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days and applies only to your first box. Subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Sticking to music, sticking yes. to industry. Uh, Money Long recently was on The Breakfast Club. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talked about songwriters being groomed to work with artists. Now, if you guys go back to our Tiffany Red episode, um, we talked about how songwriters get the shit end, yeah, the so boo-boo end Always. of the motherfucking stick. Artists are not even going paid. They're going bankrupt. We see that they owe taxes. Yeah. Like, no one is being paid, it seems like. I guess, except the producers. Right? I mean, they're the only ones that get a fee for their time. Mm. Yeah, they're the and, and the engineers. Mm. Anybody that works in the studio gets paid. Everybody, except for the songwriters and the, and the artists, ultimately. It's a dirty game. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you, because you've been in this space so long, do you think that grooming takes place in media? Uh, no, uh, groom, it used to, I was groomed. But Wait, yeah. how were you groomed? Well, well <laughs> I'm, my, I'm trying to give you the cliff notes of how I got groomed. Um, cause I used to write for magazines, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a music journalist for First. those that don't know. Yes. Uh, so when Dang, I was print, yeah, print old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he said magazines. Yeah, magazines. Yes. Actual magazines. <laughs> so when I was in college, I went to school at Delaware State University. I was freelancing for like XXL, King, um, rides a whole bunch of magazines and I would send in my drafts of my you know my features and I would get you know the edits and stuff like that and um, it was kind of in a way it was grooming in that sense mm. and then when I started when I became a staff member I was still being groomed by like the older editors they were telling me you know this is how you construct a better uh feature or a better story and things like that so i had that grooming and I, you gotta understand i came under elliot wilson so when elliot was yeah. the editor-in-chief mm-hmm. at i was like the lowest guy on the totem pole but i had him i had bonsu thompson who was a music editor at the time mm. um vanessa sat and a whole bunch of people at xxl that kind of helped daytuan yeah they, shout out to i just had a lot of older uh peers that were kind of just telling me how the showing me the ropes yeah. of how things kind of worked in media. So I was fortunate enough t- for that to happen. But nowadays, you know, everyone's kind of like on their own. You it's know? funny that you even say that because even when I saw the question, I was like, mm, no, I don't think there is. But um, 
everything that you just said actually relate back to when I was a sports blogger. Mm-hmm. So when I first started my, my sports blog, Full Court Pumps, this was back in 2010, mm-hmm. um, I first wanted to feature athletes and what they do off the court, but like the organizations um, that they have, like they have a ton of foundations. A lot yep. of these guys were doing so many things off the court that wasn't really getting pub, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get into interviewing them on what their life was like off the court and, and showcase them in that light. And then as I was getting money from the blogs, mm-hmm. I realized, and my mentor at the time, shout out to uh, Rob Latow from Black Sports Online, mm-hmm. I realized that in order to get money, I had to be messy. Mm-hmm. So cool, off the court, but now it's, who are they fucking? Who are they sleeping with? Right. Who's dating who? Yeah. And I felt then that was my grooming into getting into the more gossip bloggy mm-hmm. way of things. Also at the time, media takeout. That's where every, everyone yeah. went to media takeout when they first woke up. Yeah. No one cared about um, you know, who don't Donated what and who did what? Yeah. I mean, we saw that even recently with Nipsey. No one knew all the work that Nip was doing until he was gone. Right. Like, and so unfortunately, yeah. only the 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 bad things yeah, the or salacious the, shit, the salacious yeah. shit even yeah. gets traction. And again, this is in the beginning days of mm-hmm. Black Twitter. Yeah. This is in the beginning days of and or even going towards it was the global grind era. Nicole it, it was Nicole yeah. Bitchy. Yeah. It was the uh, concrete something loop. rose. Uh, Sandra Rose. Sandra yeah. Rose. I was a part of that blog era, and yeah. I realized I had to not only post first and get the get the exclusives, but it yeah. really was the messiest post got me the most money generated through the Google AdSense. But, uh, so but even also, that is, but they I, weren't, and there's no way to groom you through that necessarily either, because you're gonna find the niche area of what you want to cover <clears throat> gossip wise and that'll be you know what I'm saying like some people for some people it's actors and actresses in Hollywood for other people it's athletes for but other but now look in our culture yeah. the shade room is our Fox News our CNN <laughs> our it MSNBC is. Is. like that is what that is and I feel like we had a lot to do. The early bloggers yeah. had a lot to do with where Ball Alert and the Shade Room ended up. I would agree. And it, and it was the bad things, which is what we talk about too. Like we had such a great conversation with Tiffany Red mm-hmm. regarding like the predatory behavior in the industry. And the clip that goes viral is me saying, "Oh, well, I heard it was Wayne, uh, not Kodak." <laughs> right. And that shit went bananas. Yeah. And that's yeah. what people. That's what people look for. That's what people look yeah. for. And that's actually the reason why bigger artists don't do interviews because when Elliot mm. and I we did the Jay Z interview. Yep. Um, towards the end, you know, I think Elliot posed the question to Jay's like, yo, why artists like yourself, like your wife, why don't they do, you know, interviews and stuff mm. like that? And Jay said it was like the salaciousness of it. Like, it's just like we have a great conversation and you just isolate that one thing yeah. and just and it's like, oh, like it just gets mitigated. To, Everything's clickbait. Yeah. I mean, even the title of things be yeah. so off from when you actually read it. But yeah. our, our, our mindset now is like instant. Like I'll read even the comments, right? So the Shade Room, Ball Alert, a lot of these blogs have actual blogs you can go to. And I see people in the comments all the time. Ain't nobody going to the site. Somebody finished to me what, what, what the yeah. article's about. It's no, like the Cliff Notes version of it. it. I, right. I, I, I get it. But I don't, you know what I'm saying? I get it, but I kind of, I'm ambivalent. I'm kind of on the fence. So. Do you feel like it's gone for like, cause, cause it is, it is, it is not really. And we, you know, we, we always, we always try to make the separation between objective journalism. Yeah. That's just, that tries to be, that's presented as being completely non-biased mm-hmm. and then our actual opinions about shit. How do you feel like, how do we, how do we keep those things separate without, like without, without totally, I don't want to say diminishing, but without, without, 
without devaluing the other because uh, one is entertaining and the other really should be informative yeah, yeah. I, I think it's so important to be objective you know what i'm saying get the get the facts before right. you Man, don't nobody like facts, facts things be boring facts oh, nobody want to hear the facts let's be real who <laughs> wants the facts you nobody sound, you sounded like bright bart right now <laughs> 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 Fox News energy I'm just, right now i'm just saying who wants the facts nobody I mean, really nobody wants the facts. No. if we see how long we've been talking about this meg the stallion like people even if we get the facts they are already made nah, up in their mind but who innocent who guilty who example. lying who not like oh boy he killed the queen of england you <laughs> oh, know what i'm saying Lee. yeah <laughs> like he literally he killed did. her he and killed he, her yeah. and he doubled down on Insta- it yeah ten toes and then <laughs> afterward when the truth came out real fast <laughs> he's like he was just like you know i believe my sources yeah, like, dog, <laughs> come on man facts matter b yeah mm. so I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> well, no, I mean it, it is well, because it's, it's about it's about differentiating between reporting news yeah. that's factual based on facts and and hosting a discussion and hosting a forum and creating a space where opinions can just fly, yeah. where everything is kind of subjective, right? Yeah. And ultimately, I think that's I mean that's that's the, been the hard part for me in this space is is transitioning from being a creative artist to then you know kind of branching and pivoting into this branching off into this kind of like media host space there's a little bit there's still a barrier for me that i have to keep because i don't want to i don't want to alienate myself so much from unlearning everything you learned in media training i get get what she's saying because you know in this business it's it's heavily based on relationships right you know Mm, what i'm saying right so that's kind of like our bread and butters our relationships right so i understand where you're coming from but at the same time it's like editorials in the print world yeah you're back in the oldest shit I'm waiting for that editorials Mandy's like what what's that <laughs> editorials we're not gonna do that I think it's what's the, the URL f- <laughs> <laughs> you know that's where you can kind of flex and get off your right. opinions and stuff like that and, and credible people have done that for years you know what I'm saying so I think there's a space for that but you want to establish yourself as someone who's an authority and you know delivers the facts is there a point of no return though if you are a person that doesn't deliver facts if you I, are a person I, that's strictly opinion based like is there a point yeah. is there is there it's such us. thing as going We're too far based, bro. <laughs> no i know but i mean is there anything like when we think about cancel culture right like mm-hmm. there's no it, it, it's it's so temporary it's so fickle and it's and it's it's fake it's not real yeah, it's like not it's real. not a real thing so in my yeah. mind it, it depends what end of the sick but you are sometimes. But that's, and that's my point. Like, where where do we draw? Where can we draw the line as far as what cancel culture looks like for us? If I we're told the ones, you. I told you. We're, I, I'm a hypocrite. I stand in it. Facts. I, I, actually, we all are. I actually all, right? thought only the song with Sparkle and R. Kelly was on my phone. Bitch, I went in. Bitch, it's three albums. I was like, fuck. I really ain't canceled this nigga. I thought I did, but I didn't. But then also, I like Chris Brown. So if I'm yeah, gonna listen to R. Kelly, I got like it's hypocrisy true. is a word. It, it is. That is like people don't want to embrace it's a real it. Thing. It's, a, it's a word. I it's love a real it. Thing. I'm a hypocrite. I say we it every all week. Are hypocrites. Yeah, we all are. But but there's a negative connotation to that too. So people don't like to admit it. It's the truth. It's the truth. I mean, though. I love I love living in my hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Own it. It's it's giving the church. <laughs> it's giving your pastor voice. It's giving. <laughs> <laughs> and the hypocrisy there is crazy too. Uh, I wanted to get into it then. If, while we're talking about hypocrisy and complaining mm. and not complaining, mm. you had a good topic. It is. Because I ain't gonna hold you. I still hear people saying I ain't gonna work for the white man. Yeah, that is still a common thing or they feel like they're not in a position because of their color, which, however, again, here go my hypocrisy. Yep. I complain about it. So my other podcast is sex focused. Never heard of it. What's the name of it? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> decisions. So, but we talk about it a lot because the money that we're offered with advertisers is far less 
than right. what the call her daddies of the world yep. are getting the the guys we fucked are getting and just white women doing the very same exact thing not that, as well though it, of course not, as, not well, as funny but literally these corporations are like mm, they're too salacious mm. and it's really like that's that's even the fight that charlemagne isn't getting so right. to be True. fair as an entrepreneur we do still have the hurdle of being black the white man's ice is colder as they say yeah you know what i mean which is also crazy because i've seen a lot of entrepreneurs uh one in particular that i follow on instagram does not even want to align with being a black entrepreneur mm. or a black brand or don't say that this is black owned i've even been seeing black people being being upset that they're considered a black owned business mm. wow. because they just want to be considered a business business right they still feel like that is a thing and i mean so that, that's where i'm it's a double-edged sword because i do yeah. see the complaints on yeah. one end but i do still see I mean, for, for me, black women are the number one entrepreneurs in right. the game right now. But also, I think the hard part of the hard part about calling something black owned if you're not black makes it seem like you only want black patrons, mm. which okay, which I have heard before, even about like health, like like skincare or hair products or things that are even though they are black owned. I was about to say these white girls better not be putting no bantu knots in their goddamn head. <laughs> they don't need that's they don't why need, they, they don't need bantu they, knots. <laughs> but if we being honest, there's a lot of there's a lot of black of of black dem of black um black purchased brands yes that are still in that are still applicable to everybody it doesn't matter what texture hair you have it doesn't matter and actually the ingredients are more natural than some of the other than some of the other major mainstream brands that a lot of people that are not black purchase and okay, so they can make their hair oily if they want to <laughs> they i mean dry ass scalps Sorry. motion got, girl we have that texture motion i don't so I even i even don't use Pink motions, moisturizer? I'm Girl, just saying, I can't put that no, in my I hair. No, I can't either. But, but <laughs> Motions, uh, companies like Motions, Cantu, um, Shea Moisture, Carol's Daughter, shout out to Lisa Price, that's my girl. Um, you know Shea Moisture is why don't? I know, but Carol's Daughter's not. Lisa, okay. Lisa Price. Um, okay. And so... In my mind, those brands, those brands have ingredients. They make it a point to to use ingredients that can that can be used all across the board. Mm -hmm. I think the the benefit of saying something is black owned is that most of the complaints that we have seen is that we don't have black owned companies and businesses for things that are for resources that we would want to purchase and we do want to we do want to support mm -hmm. our community. Mm -hmm. The 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 only issue that I take with it though, and this is where the this is this is the controversial part. Mm. Mandy and I are very we we try our best to promote. And and purchase black owned and brown owned things. Right. Wait, we really board. gonna be honest about how we think about it though? I, yeah, mm. I'm about to Let's go talk, there. Let's talk I'm about, about to go it. there. I love these conversations. A lot of these black owned businesses that are launched, especially the ones that are entrepreneurial, come with no business background or knowledge whatsoever, no level of social or customer service conduct. Or or etiquette, I will say etiquette. Yeah. Um. And You're and and the table. sometimes and I am because <laughs> and sometimes the quality is subpar for what for what the price is for what the asking price I is. I agree. And so that's why I said we're being honest because yeah. in these moments when we talk about people complaining, it's like, okay, well, no shade, but how many more candle companies? <laughs> how many more? Like, what makes your candles different from somebody else's candles? What makes your shea butter moisturizer for your elbows any different than the next person yeah. like what are the to me it's a to me it comes across the lack of creativity and it's not lazy mm. bear in mind a lack of creativity is not lazy it's not the same thing i don't want anybody to make that make that connection but i do think that there is something to be said about what we come about what it is we're complaining about like people i see i see black owned businesses all the time in comments <clears> complaining <throat> like 
well, y'all will spend $10,000 on this or $5,000 at yep. this, but you won't spend... But you it's know, the quality a level. A few hundred dollars, but it's like, yeah, yeah. but if I'm if I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on, you know, uh, on a two piece outfit from you and the shit split split right down the seam, I don't after one after one wash, I don't I'm not going to feel comfortable with that. Are you going to be able to replace that at the price that I paid? Mm. Girl, this is controversial. Girl, it is I controversial. Not to say it out loud, the baby. I'm, sometimes I just go to white like it is. It's, it's customer service. It's yeah. quality. Say it. Wait, wait. Okay. Are we no. back? Yep. We're good. Yeah. Okay. No, and you're you're right, Bridget. Like, and I ugh, can I admit this? Yes. <laughs> like, I try to do the black owned, especially like during 2020, all yeah. the e-commerce businesses, all of that. And I mean, I'm one myself, and I was really big on on yeah. making sure orders went out quick. Yep. Because we expect a certain amount of uh, yeah. c- like service, but a lot of the black own businesses don't give it i mean and to be fair we argue about it amongst yeah. ourselves especially as women i know you like the barbershop yeah but baby these uh the hair stylists, yeah. the nail techs yes like they are nasty when mm. it comes to the service that they provide to their own people but also the amount of time it's yeah. a lack of respect for the time oh if yeah I'm, you want to charge us when we late but baby you could be late you mm. can go over now the customer you want to charge you. a non-refundable <laughs> deposit to set an appointment and you an hour late <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i need that deposit back right like it's something something got to give and it's and it's not to shit on it's not to shit on entrepreneurs but i do think that when you when you don't not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur That's and maybe not talk about that all the time yeah. not everybody is meant to do it just because you got personality conflicts with people at your job it's not really, <laughs> doesn't mean it, you need it, to that's sell not candles. a sign to be yeah. like you know what fuck this i'm gonna go do lashes like i don't know if that i don't know if that is that that should always be the approach either but do you feel like we're in a space where as black people within entrepreneurship and creatorship that we can play the victim anymore i no mm. I, I don't believe in victimization you mm. know what i'm saying like that's my hot take. You know, like <laughs> we live like like the guy said, like we live in twenty twenty two in the year yeah. of our Lord twenty twenty. This is the best time literally in the history of mankind actually yeah. t- to we, be alive. We about, we about you to think re- so? We about to hit a recession. No, think about it. Like let's think about it objectively. Like you have okay. a fucking encyclopedia Britannica in your pocket. Wow. Yeah. Valid. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Like Valid. I don't know any what your faith is, but like I'm a Christian, right? So mm, like you're a hypocrite. Sorry, go ahead. That's yeah, I am. Sorry, every religious group. <laughs> Are you religious? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're a, you're a hypocrite. Got yeah, it. we're all hypocrites, right? But I'm just saying, like, the Bible. Yeah. Like, you know how hard it was to have a Bible <laughs> back in the day? Like, it was yeah. expensive yeah. Yeah. to even get the paper. But we have that on our phones, yeah. B. Like, you can make money for that. So that, to me, is like, if you have a question, Google it. Right. You know, I don't have to go through the dictionary, yeah. things like that. So we're in the best times of our lives. Um, you, you don't even have to read books anymore. You could just listen to them. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, I love it. Things are accessible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, right now we're in the best times to ever to make some money. There really are no excuses. There's a lot of lazy mm. people, you know? And I think that's a problem mm. that people don't want to address. You're just mm. lazy. You know, granted, everyone's situation is different. Um, some people have it harder than others. And that's just life. No one said it's going to be easy. You know, so it's like, I would say pull yourself up by your bootstrap. I don't want to be that guy, but... I was say, saying that and getting back into entrepreneurship and creative. We had a conversation. How long do you think someone should do something for free mm. until it starts to pay? Like mm. uh, for I like I've worked for free a lot of time. I, like in, my, in this business, yes, I've worked for free more than I've been getting paid, and really? I did it because I liked it. 
Mm. So then that's a hobby. That's yeah. not a job, right? It's gonna, but, but it's going to lead to a job eventually. It's like you have to be active. Like how you said earlier, you have to be outside. You have yeah. to show face. You have to put in that work for people to want to invest into you. Elliot and I, prior to working with um, Title, all those podcasts, we were doing for free on CBS. Mm, we were wow. getting paid eventually. Like wow. a little money here and there when we did a little ad, but Ads. it wasn't life changing money or something right. like that. Right. You know, it, it it wasn't like you know, mm. it wasn't crazy. But I don't think anyone knows that y'all at at the skill and age and hit like where y'all are in this industry that your show together was yeah like for free as well. We would I would say not to say we weren't getting paid right, but we you know there was spot times where we get paid a couple hundred dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. But it wasn't like we did like a hundred episodes on CBS. Wow, wow. We were doing it for because we love to do it. Right. We enjoyed what we do. You probably would have done it anyway. I would do it for CBS free. Or not. During right. the pandemic, I had a little. Um, interview series that I did on Instagram like everyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Because I like to talk to people. I love to talk to rappers. I'm a media guy. I do it for free. So do you yeah. think anyone coming into the podcast space, the YouTube space, the journalist space, media at all should mm. expect to work for free? Um, It depends on your level of expertise. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like in your qualifications. Like for a person like myself, no. Myself, I'm, I'm a, no. I'm going to be unapologetic about that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Check the check the link in my nigga. Check the credentials, yeah. please. I was, I was on. I was a former MTV VJ. Yep. This subtle flex is brought to you by. I'm just I'm just saying like it these is are, what these it are is. just bullet points on the yeah things that these have already been facts. done. Right. We talk about those facts. Yeah. You know I'm too seasoned for that. You know what I mean. But for a person who's fresh out of college, you yep, know that's what I said. For, if you're even if you're in college, you could make money on YouTube. So it's going to be a grind. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. But then eventually. If you keep doing it, being consistent with it, things are to come your way. It's not going to happen overnight. But I think that's the problem in this era of social media with the instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come from the school of you have to wait for things to come. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had to wait if I ordered a, uh, a pair of sneakers. I had to wait. You know, now it's Amazon Prime. You get shit instant. <laughs> B-Dot said, I was ordering off uh, East Bay. <laughs> yeah, East Bay, right? <laughs> you got the East Bay I magazine? Had a, I had yeah. the facts. Yeah. My resume, yo, right? There's no fucking email. You right. know I mean? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I could have just taken the picture and uploaded. Nah, it was, I had a fact shit. We have a whole scanner in our, like, you could scan. You have a scanner. scanner. In our phones now, like, literally everything is right here. You're right. So, so to answer your original question, I feel like there are no excuses, man. Like, you could do anything the fuck you want, man. Do you think that though that there, there's a difference between interning and paying your dues, or does that Ooh. count? Because I hear Hot that take. a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah. I hear people throw around, "Well, I paid my dues." I would love to know what that looks like. The dues, because I don't know what paying your dues actually is. The investment of time to me, for the sake of your own personal gain, is not necessarily paying your dues. And also paying your dues when you're in your 30s or in your 40s, like is yeah. it like? What I don't know I if there's an age limit. There's paying your dues. I think, like, but why? Think about any other field, right? <laughs> yep. Would you go to a doctor that didn't pay his dues? Oh, okay. Would you go they to, if you resident. had a, if you had to go? That's residency, residency right? Yeah. yeah. Would you go to a lawyer if you have a a, a case where you're facing life? <laughs> right. You not going to go to a public go, defender? <laughs> you go to prepay legal, or you going to call Come Johnny Cochran in them? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. But why this business? It's it's so shunned upon about paying your dues and interning and you know doing what you have to do to be in a position that you want to be in. I don't think there's anything wrong I think, with it. I think that my problem is when someone puts onto you that, no, you should do this for free. Like, I think that someone else's view on you and your credentials 
is not necessarily like your own. So like for me, I'm 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 on the same as you. Like nah, bro, I ain't putting in no more time. I ain't gotta pay no dues to shit. Especially if it's podcasting, mm-hmm. if it's content creation, nope. if it's production. Nope. Nah, them paid them dues. Yes, I'd, have, I'd have been in this shit since 2010. That's what I'm saying. Your level of expertise is different. Years, right? Yeah, it's different. But also in terms of you, that's why I say even your qualifications in terms of speaking on music or starting yeah. playlists, bitch, you should be paid for that. You have a yeah. background in but not only also, being signed, but I also but, but I also love music. So similarly, the beat out is uh, like. It's like playlisting is fun for me. Putting stuff together like that is fun. Curating that is fun for me because I do I do want to eventually do some music supervision stuff and, and work with a producer to score. I would love to do that. I'd love to sit back and score a film and I tell a story that, too, that when way. I grow up. Like, but that's my thing. But that's my thing. That's my thing. Is like <laughs> I mean, I've been in this business for like I said for a while, but I've never been driven by money. I know that sounds yeah. stupid and it's kind of cliche. Like I hate money. Like I know we. It, I do too. It costs really? it costs yeah. money to live on Earth. I get it. We have to. <laughs> To have money to live to survive but it's like I'm not driven by the I'm not gonna compromise my integrity or my morals for money oh no for you know sure you know what I'm saying like I mean I have but <laughs> I won't but I won't now but I have I'll be like damn I gotta suck this dick for how oh much sorry <laughs> I'm just saying sorry bitch I had a whole face what See, you want me to do there was a lot of men there was a lot of men that I slept with that I really didn't think would even look good but they had money that's oh, me compromising my morals true. at one point because I had bills to pay that's true damn was, this man go help me pay him I respect you, you know what I mean true. so to that's me true. at that and point that's, that's, that's me I compromising never, I never thought about it that way because I, I know I know how much you love sex so I never I never equated but I'm also shallow these niggas didn't look like they could be in a Tyler Perry film you know what I mean yeah, it was giving Shrek. Took one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not Shrek. It was giving Shrek. But when you're not driven by the money, things come your way as long as you put the work Valid. in. And I'm a firmer believer in that. I believe that creatively. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Have you ever worked really hard at something that did not produce the results you Ooh. wanted? Yeah, relationships. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, wait, can we? <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, no. Wow. Let, no, no. Like, he's like, no. Wait, first off, nah. you didn't give us the things we cannot talk about. That's the thing we can no. You No, we can't talk about relationships. That was just wow. a joke. That was, was just that a joke. That was not a joke. Not him saying that was it was a, a joke. joke. That was a tee hee hee. That was just a joke. <laughs> that was a sarcastic ass. Be that's like, okay, let's get back to the music. Let's talk about music. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. That's a joke. Well, then let's get into, before we get into our freshly squeezed, we got some music takes um, to talk about. But I did want to talk about, they did just um, announce the 2022 Hall of Fame inductees. Yes. Um, And some of our people are on there. Um, We have Lionel Richie. Yes. Um, You've actually played Dolly Parton as well on this podcast. But Eminem. (laughs) Eminem was of the uh, people who also got inducted, um, along with Duran Duran, Carly Simon, um, Harry Belafonte, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Mm. um, Jimmy Iovine, Sylvia Robinson, um, a ton of people. Mm. Now... I want to know your thoughts on A, Eminem uh, getting in there, mm-hmm. as well as, of course, we know Lionel Richie. I actually was surprised. I thought he was already in there, yeah, right, or at least in a conversation at one point. I mean, I'm no. surprised Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are this late, too. And Carly yeah. Simon. Not going to hold you. Carly Simon from the 70s. My mom was listening to her. Now, You're so vain. Yeah. Now, rock and roll. This is this is where I'm confused, and y'all mm-hmm. might need to put me on this. Because Eminem, for as long as my whole... My name is mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought that he would have been like, you know what I mean? Like, why is he rock and roll? Like, how did how do they I qualify mean, people to get even inducted into this? Because that's not rock and roll. We Eminem was never rock and roll. Yeah, but I think I think the they just need to rebrand they the, actually, the name of it because yeah. it's just music at this. Because Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis aren't rock and roll either right. necessarily. And okay. Jay Z got inducted when last year, maybe about two, two years, years ago. He did, yeah. Two years ago, yeah. So I mean, it's not really. I think it more so has to do with 
um, your musical accomplishments, uh, your level of influence and impact on whatever genre you participated and contributed to. Mm. I feel like that more more so speaks to what you what your qualifications would be. Because okay. it's not not really about genre. That's why yeah, the rebranding for the rock and roll name yeah. should be ASAP because that's now it's it's not we, we know and. Bridget uh, had, a, had, a, had a take about Eminem uh, during the Super Bowl. I'm not. Oh yeah, they came. They gave me. I got death threats for saying he was what the token because I said he was the he token was white the token. guy on the on the on the. No, I don't think. What other white man was on the Super Bowl this year? I mean, none. The, you know the definition of token. It's that <laughs> like words mean things, people. Words like, mean come things. On. But words I don't think things. Eminem is the token. I think Eminem is. We talk about those qualifications. He's solidified. Yeah, he's solidified as welcoming white people into rap. I think, no, and they, at least there was getting, white rappers that existed before Eminem. They, not, who, at that, not, not at that, that level of not success. Like you know who's the biggest selling album on Def Jam in the history of Def Jam? Who? The Beastie Boys. I like to stay but up. that's not hip hop. Yeah, yes, it is. The Beastie Boys are hip hop. Yeah, I look at that as not. Nah, the Beastie Boys are hip hop. You know, they've had okay. MC searches. They have, of course, the Vanilla Ice. But I don't think Eminem is a token. At this point, he's what twenty years plus. In well, the no, game? I'm, I, and it wasn't. To, it was more so on the bill, on right? The bill. And my comment was more about the fact that we could have done a hip hop lineup without a white rapper. We could have. No, no. But if Dr. Dre is spearheading it, right? And it's talking yeah. about Dr. Dre's accomplishments and the people that he's helped yeah. elevate. Snoop Dogg is definitely one of, of them. Of course. Eminem, of course. Yeah. 50 Cent. Yeah. He's had influence with Mary. If he did it without, without 50 Cent, I would have been pissed. I, to be honest, I think Mary was more of like the Token, yeah. the token. The well, that was the one that, I, that didn't. <laughs> they really call me a misogynist too, yeah. by the way. Well, yeah, well, and, and we're Lord. and we're racist because we said <laughs> we said. I mean, y'all could have done hip hop without a white guy, but it was less about hip hop and more about Dr. Dre. So I yeah. understand, and from a legacy standpoint, sure, it wasn't to disqualify him though. Well, but people hated us. Ice Cube, yeah, Ice Cube could have been there, but I feel like Ice Cube and Dre are kind of like parallel, like one okay. A, one B. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. So okay, yeah. I mean, mm. I guess. Well, speaking of Eminem, yes, I did want to debate some hot takes. Okay, because I think that there is no Jack Harlow without Eminem, which is why I say I feel like Eminem mm. is like the person to allow us, especially in our culture, to accept white talent. Yes. We talked about kind of even. I mean, we have the Post Malones right yeah. now. Who else do we have as far as a white rapper that you think has garnered the same respect and success as Eminem? I mean, none. Right? I don't even know if Machine Gun Kelly is hip hop. No, he's he's, mm, he's not he's right. He's pivoted, as they say. He's pivoted. He's not really in there, but he's very popular. And I was I was surprised. Not why he out here drinking blood and shit. <laughs> he was very popular. That we is not inviting him to no cookout. Uh, he is not a well, part that's okay. of. He don't he don't need to be at the no. cookout. He's at he's at the festival stage. He's on the festival. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the festival stage. Fuck he the don't give a fuck about the cookout. Yeah, uh, Russ, he's a white rapper. I just found that okay. out. She yeah. he didn't she didn't know Russ I, was white. I was I was like championing Russ all through this fucking pod and then i was like bro he's white what you thought he was like puerto rican or something I, it was yeah, giving it was moroccan giving. or something like that <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was giving spicy white it was, yeah. spicy it, it was white. giving spicy a spicy white, white. Yeah. um so the, here's some here's some takes and i want to know if y'all believe it all right do you guys think that jack harlow is the next eminem do you feel like he has the ability to possibly have that same type of career of course with the album dropping he was predicted to pretty much do the same numbers as future and it was mm. it's only his second album right. he was also at the met gala with only one album so do you feel like he has the longevity i mean i think as, as long as he stays next to drewski <laughs> i think he could go very far but that's my take i like it do y'all see him as potentially being that next white rapper of hip-hop yeah i think I, I think there's other white rappers that have preceded him but right now mm. i see where he's going i don't think it's gonna be another eminem like eminem no, has I don't either. three diamond albums he's the 
best-selling rapper of all time. No one's ever going to accomplish what he's done. I mean, outside of Cardi, are people even reaching Diamond anymore? Well, like Diamond is Eminem's old school Diamond at that. Right, it's well, like when, it's, like it's real dollars. Like it's you really dollars. you go into the store and you are buying Marshall Mathers LP. But like that's what I'm saying. With, with streaming now, do you it, things do you are think, graded on a curve a little bit? Yeah, you know. So it's a, like it's niggas a, adding T-shirts and shit to get, <laughs> to get mother. They are adding fucking. They're gonna start adding retweets in a minute. You know they what I mean? Should. <laughs> they should. Right. So there's yeah. more. There's more. I mean, the fan the fan engagement should be worth something on some of these platforms. But that's a conversation for another day. I also, in speaking of white rappers. Another hot take that I saw on the Twitter timeline was that Jack Harlow has the career Lil Dicky wanted. That's yeah. not fair. Wait, what? I think so. Lil Dicky has like a whole sitcom on FX, and right? he probably only had to do that so that people people knew who he was. I mean, I know Lil Dicky is Dave. I literally got up here and didn't even know. She, we were Don't talking about we were talking about a lineup <laughs> of a festival and Dave for for a Toronto festival and Dave, <laughs> the actual the rapper yeah, Dave from the, was, UK. From yes, the UK, yeah, yeah, was on it, and, and she I'm was like, like Dave, Dave, headline, how Dave, how Lil Dicky changed his name? <laughs> She had a <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we were like, Dave. what? And it was Dave. Told no. And Dave was on Top Boy, apparently. Somebody time. let me know. I didn't even know Dave was on Top Boy. I was like, if it wasn't... Yeah, if he was it the guy that was burnt. If it wasn't Sully, Duchesne, or Jamie, I would not I have mean, known. if you say Lil Dicky, it's giving. Say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I would Lil Dicky doesn't I, I wouldn't know Sorry, I wouldn't know a thing Sorry, Sorry to this man Musically I would say um, Jack has surpassed him Musically Okay yes But as far as career I think Dicky I don't think Dicky's eating cat food You, you know, know what, what I'm saying I think, like, I think, of that I TV think, show I think Well it's true And, and guess and guess what When we when Cuddy took a break From music for a little bit He was he took a break And went the television route Because mm-hmm. How to Make an America Was a phenomenal show Great show man Brilliant Ended too soon oh. um, But Kid Cuddy was on that show And he started doing more acting like more acting slots when he kind of was like at odds a little bit with music. But DMX and so, said it in his documentary recently. We just saw Chloe Bailey sit down and say, artists are not even making money off of music. Music, for whatever, that's yeah. why I'm like, outside of the label, who the fuck is making money? Because all the artists are coming out talking about I am a money. Keisha Cole came out and said it My recently. My question is this, what's money though? Like, what does money Ooh. look like to these Ooh. artists? I mean, millions, right? Everybody want to be a millionaire, Because everyone right? Jay-Z, man. Like, I think that's the perception that people have that artists are living like high like on the hog and you know like lifestyles <laughs> of the also, rich and famous but also what we're comparing it to is not the same as as what the standards were for making money 10 years ago we're, we you can't compare what the 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 start of a Jake Paul do you know what I'm saying? Like people, mm-hmm. we can't compare like the start of the, the the starting point for a lot of these artists. It's not the grassroots grind is not the same. A lot of people start on Instagram or they start on YouTube Bitch, or they start or on TikTok. TikTok. True. So because of that, it's not as simple as again paying your dues. There's a lot of artists creatively that, for the most part, have paid their dues and still don't get just due. Mm, that's true and that's not and so it's it's that gauge that spectrum of like what we consider money is is tough because what do you consider money when you make money you said like, you don't like money what do you consider money because you've also it, said it, you don't want a lot of money it depends on no, lifestyle i don't want beyonce money i've never what <laughs> ain't no fucking way i don't want to be responsible for that many people that's true it I comes don't. With, it's like my home my no. og once told me he said more money more problems but no money mad problems <laughs> <laughs> Facts. It's true. I mean, and that's what it, it's funny because I'm I want to be a millionaire, and my homegirl is just like, for what? 
Like, why? That's just going to mean you're going to have more bills. You're going to have more taxes taken out. Like, you're going to reach that million and then still not even have a million because of how much is just going to be taken from it. Let's talk about them taxes, boy. Oh, no. Can we not? Let's not. Let's Let's just not. A couple years ago, I had to pay a bill that almost made me shit myself. I thought being a single single person with no kids was like the ultimate cheat code. (laughs) First off, off, they want us to have kids. They want us to get married. Like, they want us to be in these toxic relationships for tax purposes. (laughs) And by the way, I want to speak and claim all these goddamn kids. I do also want to talk to the creatives. Not only is the IRS on you asses, on y'all's asses, right? <laughs> Let me talk to y'all real quick because y'all be confused at really what you can write off. Mm. And everyone is out here giving false fucking information. So, like, I just wrote it. I was like, I yeah, need stop to, listening to accountants stop, on TikTok. Please. Stop listening to <laughs> stop fucking LLC Twitter. Stop buying G-Wagons. No, like, and thinking that that's just all written off my name. And if, that, you're, and if you are going to buy a G-Wagon, then hold on to it and wait for that thing yeah. to appreciate. Well, I was about to say, but you only get the depreciation of right. it. Like, like, that's the thing that people don't know. Also, like, I've been trying to, forever to get my accountant, like, I'm on camera now five times a week. Right. Like, I drop five podcasts a week between our Patreons yep. and my other show. Yep. I said, can I write my clothes off? This is the thing. And even everyone on, on social media was like, yeah, you could just write your mm-hmm. clothes off. It's a uniform. Here's the thing. Anything, see, the thing is, <laughs> anything that you then use in your personal life is not considered work right um it's not considered something that you could write off for your business right so what a lot of people don't know is the irs currently has an entire social media team which is why a lot of these people are getting caught up with the ppp scams mm. all of the things they have people literally looking on social media wow. to be like were you really on business when you took this trip because a lot of people write off their vacations. Mm. You have to, in your calendar, if you get audited, you better have an email stating that you were doing business. You better have it in your calendar. You better have receipts as to what business was taking place for you to even write this off. So this outfit, yes, I'm potting. If I wear it again and it's posted on my (laughs) fucking social media at brunch, bitch, it's no longer a work expense. Like, and that's which the, is which is why people hire stylists because they can write that. You can that write off the stylist. Yeah. That's the T that I'm yeah. going to give you mm-hmm. because you're paying someone nine times out of ten. You won't really even keep the clothing, yeah. which yeah. is what a lot of artists do, even for the. I tried to return something once, and a nigga at the store recognized me. He's like, "Be <laughs> that." You lie. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> that's definitely happened to me before. The girl, girl was I, what? I returned the I returned the dress that I wore to Eleven Hip Hop Reunion. I got that bitch dry cleaned and no, took that shit right. The fuck back and the guy was like he looked at me <laughs> he did the, the head tilt the, now you know oh, and was man. like i saw it though sis i'm not even mad at you it was a the reunion was it was awful it was the first season that i did and so it was bad like it was it was bad the whole that whole reunion was awful i i spent the majority of that day in my dressing room crying so it was just a mess oh, so no. i was like i want nothing to do with this dress and i love the dress it was yeah. actually the dress i would have repeated but i was so all the emotional distress that was mm. attached to it i was like i will never ever fucking put this on my body again take this shit back got it dry clean took the shit back he was like i feel you though sis it was not it was not giving but so back to what you said maybe yes. about money and artists and what the how main, much money to me I, I believe in hood rich right it also depends on like <laughs> your circumstances like if you're single you have kids and things like that so if you're a single person no children you live in new york city if you're an artist or just in general in just general, in general just in general i think if you have like a hundred thousand dollars now you know that ain't shit no more i honest hundred thousand dollars with no children not in new york in New York because City? even if you make a hundred thousand you're gonna have three roommates but most people nah. and, <laughs> yes. three roommates. most people no, okay don't. two i mean even one 
But you have to consider too, Mandy. Most people live beyond their means. That's Most the people live beyond their means. No, that's everybody. That a, that's that's artists everybody. Too, it's artists for sure because they're trying to keep up appearances. But for, for even regular people, regular people live beyond their means all the time. That's Real true. quick, speaking of, because Young Thug recently said it, and I want to know, do you think that broke... I'm going to get you some, some toxic takes oh, here, okay? Shit. So Young, th- young Thug that. just came out and said, and said that <laughs> if you're broke, you shouldn't even be fucking. You shouldn't even procreate right. if you're broke because then you're putting more broke people into this world. And, you know, I agree. that's a trickle-down effect. Mm. So you believe that if a man... And then, so what's broke to you? Fucking is a rich person activity. <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, wow. Okay. It's a okay. fact. Like, you should... I don't, I don't... I mean, granted... No. Raw fucking... <laughs> Is a broke man, is a is a is a rich man activity. Even no, it's a broke man. You gotta okay. buy condoms. That costs. I mean, it don't Unless cost you, eighteen years of child support. And they got the shit behind the desk now, so you gotta pay for it. You know what I'm saying? The behind the register in the glass, so you gotta buy the condoms. But nonetheless, I hate that. That's so uncomfortable. What? I realized that in the in the pharmacy recently when I went down to go buy tampons in the feminine feminine hygiene section, they have like they have the 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 birth like the the pregnancy tests and, and the condoms. The plan the B got to be removed. Out plan the B, <laughs> everything is locked up. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really this is kind of like de- like demoralizing a little bit. If I was to go in and if I, you know what I mean, I thought to myself, what if I wanted to get an I take an ovulation test? I want birth control, so I don't ovulate. Yeah. But what if I wanted to take an ovulation test? You know what I mean? I have to go now and find a pharmacy or ring the. That's the worst feeling in the world where you ring the shit. There's a camera. You watching yourself <laughs> on the monitor, and it's like, aisle six needs assistance, and everybody's like, who the fuck in aisle six? It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's very uncomfortable. Maybe to you, I'll be right up there. Give me that Plan B. I had an accident <laughs> last night. But He's broke. I don't want his time. I mean, most of us probably wouldn't be here if you know our parents don't come from means and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm middle class as fuck. Shout yep. out to the middle class. Yes. Yeah. MCN nope. middle class mafia. That's my little crew. Middle, middle class, class mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Middle class guys. You know what I'm saying? So all that to say. But you just said they shouldn't be fucking. You shouldn't. <laughs> it costs. Yeah. You know, okay. It's, a, it's risky. It's a it's risky a, it's an activity, risk. man. Do you believe in the pull-out method? Yes. All right. See, he's yeah. rich. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I have, a, rich I, man. I have a child, so I guess one time it didn't work, it did. right? <laughs> that but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I do believe in that. It's 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 effective. Mm. It's not. But you got to know your body and all. You don't. You, do. you know. You know. You know. Swimming, swimming in pre cum too. I know, but uh, oh, this is man. horrible. To see, see no, the thing it's is. not. It's not. It's not. I just wanted to. That's why I prefaced it no, with what I mean. Said. I be, I, I agree. Know? I do agree with that. But we don't. The absence of family planning conversations in general is a thing. And I, I'm happy that generationally we can ha- we can start to be honest with each other about what it actually caused and what it actually looks like. And I think I think money for me and me saying I didn't want Beyonce money I don't I don't I would never want to be I would never want that much responsibility I want to be comfortable comfortable to me looks like a couple hundred thousand a year to me once you get into the millionaire status you are you're signing up to have to sustain. You're signing up for a lifestyle that you're always going to have to work that's, just that hard. That's the anxiety I'm in to right sustain. now. Mm. And to me, I'm not interested in working that hard. And I, and I say that only because the people that I know, number one, that work the hardest don't make the most money. Number Do you two, know my daddy just said that? They don't. He just said, I've been working hard all my life. That's why. Mm. That's why. And then he asked me to pay off his car. Right. And, <laughs> but, that's, but that's also why like, it's nauseating and so disrespectful to hear rich people say, well, you just have to work hard. Because, again, the hardest working people in this country are not the most, are not the highest paid. So to, to even equate that to 
how rich is how how much money is enough money to me to be comfortable to still to still work hard enough to have ev- all of my needs covered and then some be able to have a little bit of a cushion but still be able to enjoy my life i don't want i don't want to be so tied to a lifestyle that i have to maintain that i can't afford to not take a take a beat for a second because in my mind everybody that has millions and millions of dollars unless you are a professional athlete where you get an on season and an off season or you're an actress or an actor where you film a movie for a couple million dollars for four or five months out the year and then you could take you could afford to take off another three months if you want to unless you're in those kind of situations and fields or unless you're born with it your lifestyle and your your livelihood is constantly tied to the to the making of money to sustain what you want to sustain you. i'm not interested in that I, I don't think you've been as broke as i have <laughs> i am not I, I like to be very fair i think that's a that's a privileged way of thinking only because like I've been so like I had to choose between eating and toilet paper. Like that's how, how bad it's been like to where I can't, withdraw out of the ATM because there's not $20 in there and at the time yeah. they didn't have the $5 ATMs mm. and the $10 ATMs yeah. it was a $20 minimum to even pull money out so you I've been it. where I couldn't even do that so in the position that I'm in now no way in hell would I say I, I would ever want to even go back to those less problems than more problems yeah. like I'm in a space now where I'm about to embark on a new business I literally was but, talking but to you, my account you're, like, also in a, you're also in a little bit of a privileged space as well because you love what you do and you're creating yeah. you've worked really hard and you love what you do so it's not it's not you don't see it the same way as work like you yeah. can still uh, oh no I see it as work because outside of pie, but you but you love it the, though the man yeah but it's so funny now because I literally always said, I, oh, I could never be a manager. And now I'm managing. Oh, bitch, I used to always you used not to even say you could never be a manager. I, would never, I never wanted to be a supervisor. I never wanted to. Because here's the thing. I told y'all, I used to make people cry. I don't like dealing with all the personalities. <laughs> I don't like people with their feelings. Like, literally, and shit, you know, as soon as I hear somebody and their feelings, this is work. I don't care about deaths nope. and family. Work comes first. So, so I'm this very person to where I'm just like, I don't want to be over. Not only people's schedule, their money, their livelihoods, mm-hmm. there's never. Now I'm in a place where I'm probably about to embark on about 20 employees. And this wow. is where I'm at, where I am. That's what I'm talking it's about amazing. in therapy, though. No, I never wanted this. Like, me creating processes, it sounds cool. It's fun with the Excel shit yeah. and stuff. But I never wanted to manage. So the managing part, which is overtakes sitting down on the pod, right. I manage more than I take, than I share my opinion on the pod right amongst absolutely. all my pods absolutely i manage what the post-production shit and managing the pre-production teams, and pre-production is way more than yeah. us sitting on this pod that's for an hard. hour and 45 minutes right so that's which the, is which is very different the, than a lot of podcasts that's the part that is not passion that's the mm. part that i don't like but it's the part that keeps all of this sustainable so right. while i'm doing what i love yeah i'm also doing the one thing i said i didn't want to do my whole life working in corporate, my whole yeah. life working in retail, never wanted a manager role. That's where I'm at now. Mm. But I just I just think the, the point that I was making is that when you make your life about mo- the pursuit of money, then you and you're a very you're a very different case because you, you do take time to enjoy your life. I sure a do. lot of people don't. Pop a lot bottles. of people who make their who make their whole purpose and yeah. journey about the pursuit of money yeah. never enjoy it. That's they true. never have they never take a moment to be like, I'm gonna go to the Bahamas and see my girl for her birthday and then come back. Like But that's it. I, that's my problem. I, I know, but I'm you, realizing but you I don't do have that. the time now. The fact oh. that I'm I'm going to London, I wanna be there for a week. There's no way in hell I could be there for a week. So yeah. the fact that I'm flying to London for two days. Mm. I just went and saw my sister and my, I haven't hours. seen them. I was in Orlando for 18 hours. Yeah. Like I have girl, 
I, you know the last two fly, times I got flewed out. Cause yeah. I had, back on that tip, because oh. I'm single. Single life. I, I went to get less some dick less than 24 hours. Less than 12. Mm. Bitch, I got there at midnight. I had a flight at 1 p.m. the next day. Wow. Mm. Like, I'm not even able to enjoy time with people that I want to spend time with because I yeah. don't have the time. Mm. So, yes, I have but the maybe, money, but, but now I don't have the time. But maybe yeah. that's something to consider. In my mind, like, and you're right, it is, a, it is a sense of privilege for me because even when I was working for free and doing stuff for free and I was, if I'm being honest, some of my best memories were when I was the most broke. People some of the that, best like, fun I had. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real. No, I agree. Like, I, I've, I've had fun on, on both sides of the spectrum. True. I'm not going to hold you. But okay. when I didn't, when think about, think about how little you were thinking of, when you don't have it, you don't think about it. You mm. get used to not having it. I yeah. was used to not having it yeah, for a when long time. I didn't time. have it. I was around rich niggas. But money don't. <laughs> they say money don't buy happiness, but no, poverty does. don't either. No, it does at all. So no, it does. You want to find some middle it's ground? Balanced. Like you said, you don't want to be beyond. I, like, I thought about Elon Musk buying uh, Twitter, Twitter, like forty-three and billion dollars. And that's that's not liquid, right? So think no. about how much liquid billions he had. That's a lot of that's fucking a lot of money. fucking money. Yeah, like forty-four billion liquid. I just look at the zeros. I've never seen that many zeros money. in my life. Did you see the guy do the comparison with the rice? No. I had posted on Twitter. He took like a, a one rice grain represented a hundred thousand dollars, and he had like represented like a hundred thousand a million. Then he did like a billion, and then he did like two hundred billion. It's just like ridiculous, yeah. man. Like, yeah, that's a lot of fucking rice. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. But I don't know. I don't want to. I wish want to be able to take care of other people. That's all I want to do. I would, oh, yeah, but not that many people. Not that many. People. I'm about to say. <laughs> Not I, don't take, I don't want to take kids. I don't want to take care of so nobody. My damn self. Safe sex, people. That's be, what we I practice. I'd be, be mad. I got a goddamn cat. <laughs> yeah, please right. do because they trying. Yeah, they trying to take our rights to choose yes, anyway. So it's crazy. Yeah. Safe sex. You know. Oh, listen. can't even suck that thing out with the vacuum. Oh no more. my god. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I mean, you can. It's just gonna cost money because it's not. That's the problem. No, they're they're making it illegal after six weeks. You know, I just found out I missed my period. Six weeks later, weed just became legal, and it's 2022. Valid. People have been selling weed, using weed, and none of, none of that use of it has been minimized. They're not abolishing abortion. They're abolishing safe legal abortions, which means people are going to go to to extreme measures. It's giving to the get hanger on the stairs again. It's giving, it's giving Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> it, it is. Brenda's got a baby. <laughs> it, not the dumpster. Yeah. Whoa. Not the dumpster. Right. Too grass, too dark. Oh. I mean, we got we, we took it there. Oh, All no. right. Well, I think it's about that time. Oh, it is time. Man. It's time for freshly squeezed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right, y'all. This episode is sponsored by Care Of. Now, Care Of is a health and wellness company that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Their daily vitamin packs are made with plant-based compostable film to help limit the impact on the environment without compromising on the quality and safety of their products, which we love. Care Of offers a curated set of products that are designed to work with research-backed ingredients and optimal doses. Now, me personally, I love the vitamin pack Chill Pill, okay, because planning a wedding is a lot on the body and on the mind, trying not to be a bridezilla, so I love that it helps really relieve occasional stress and tension and also helps my muscle strength, endurance, and recovery after working out because you know, you know a girl's trying to fit into her bridal gown, okay? My favorite, though, is the elderberry it's the Traveler's Insurance. It has powerful antioxidant properties that help promote healthy immune function, which I definitely need with all the traveling that I do, okay? Jet setting. And with the cute and personalized packaging, love it, I've definitely noticed a difference and an increase in my intentionality around taking the vitamins. So make sure that you get your vitamins and supplements for your health goals and diet made from the best ingredients and shipped to you each month 
for 50% off your first month subscription with Care Of, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. All right, see, the thing is, listeners, I am here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Come on, gift mode. Let's give it sport mode. (laughs) Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now, it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, (laughs) the reggae fan, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. So why I love Etsy, right? I had I ordered all my bridesmaids boxes on oh, Etsy. All of hello. The, all the stuff I had to put inside was on Etsy. I ordered some thank you cards and gifts for things after the holidays on Etsy. We went on tour and got some outfits yeah, on Etsy. Absolutely. Etsy got everything. They really do. <laughs> Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. That was beautiful. You like it? <laughs> That's the extent of singing that I do these days. All right, um, well, we wanted to get into our Freshly Squeezed. Y'all know on Fridays, we like to give y'all some different type of genres, not really new music, yeah. but because we got the king of the list. Hey. <laughs> the sitting, king of the, the king list. of the goddamn list. Um, sitting on the couch with us, we wanted to go through kind of an maybe curate a list over the last decade of top summer anthems. Okay. Now, it doesn't have to be in... What is it order? Chronological, numeral, Chron- chronological order. Chronologicals. Yeah, that's the that's the one. Are like, you thinking you numerical? From 10 to 1? Numerical order numerical would be order. ten to one. Yeah. Chronological is like A B C D E F G, right? Yeah. It would more so be oh, the time. time. I was thought you were thinking time. about time. No, because bitch, I ain't look up all these years, bitch. That was too much pre-production <laughs> research. I just landed, bitch. Um, so think in your head. We're gonna play the songs. Think of think in your head of some of the top summer anthems over the last decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would actually want to steer clear of last year. We know Essence was, yeah, that was, was, that was last year. My God, she's done with it. Then they added the white man to it, <laughs> Justin Bieber. We just are over We could that. have done without. We could. Yeah. <laughs> the song had enough Essence without. Yeah. I we, you. we didn't need the Biebs. It didn't need the non-seasoning of a white point, man. At this point, you're not, it, it was pointless. You don't like the Biebs. Like, no. Okay. You know, I liked him no. up until he decided to have Martin Luther King in his interludes. <laughs> then it was just like, all right, it's yeah. it's giving. We saw the N word video. Of you. Gotcha. We, I don't need Martin Luther King on your album. It's giving. Add, it's giving. You just add water. It's like adding water to things. Not everything needs water. Right. Some things or you're raisins. okay with or raisins. <laughs> now mm-hmm. I want to start with my two picks. Okay. So I yes. have two picks um, that to me scream summer that bring back memories. Mm. Um, and one is, of course, from a New York artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, actually, I think they're two. Both, two, both are New York artists. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who am I today? Mm-hmm. Look at you. Oh, my God. Well, um, you're, you know, it's, it's giving big Bronx energy on one. So don't, it makes sense. Don't do me. <laughs> don't do me. Um, so the first one that I want to sing, and we're going to do this like a past the hawk. So y'all have your songs ready and okay, I'll, I'll play them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is mine. Y'all already know as soon as the beat drops what it is. Oh, Damn. wow. This is, give, yeah. this is giving maybe two summer. Like this one year round and it changed the word stephanie for everyone for all the time right i feel bad for all the uh stephanie's that was that was uh not of age being called hefany that was a dark time i feel bad for any stephanie being called hefany and this is also i told you i don't really like rappers like female rap of course we have 
like Cardi didn't want to play that either. Yeah. But this song right here, this is when I lived in New York, went down south, and they was rocking like this. Like they was in New York when this came on. So playing it, turn this up a little bit, Jay. Hey, show them. And shout out to Young M.A. Stealing all the IG models from all the rappers. God damn. She turning them out? She is turning with her strapping off. Oh, One strap at a time. Wow. She is. Good for her. You know she's directing porn too? I wow. did not know that. She sure is. Wow. Her and, I believe, Redman? Multifaceted. Oh. Redman is in defeat. That's a whole other conversation though. <laughs> you said what? She did win a Pornhub award, right? Shout out to Young M.A. That's wow. great. Nah, she's really out here. Lesbian porn at that. I love hey. it. Like, yeah. It's all about the plaques. <laughs> you feel me? Where's our award? Although I learned right. that award shit is bullshit. You know, you got to pay to even pay, be nominated. Yeah, yeah I learned that recently. Like, no, you, you can pay for a, for a uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Now. We talked about that. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm so It's like $40,000. 50, I believe. 50,000. Yeah. You got to be invited. To pay, to even pay, which is yeah, wild. Sweet, we right? get the emails it's all like the, the time. House. We get <laughs> like, like you better be invited to pay. Yeah. <laughs> we get the emails all the time. Like uh, this media or podcast award show mm-hmm. is coming up. Would you like to be nominated? Uh, in, put your show in for selection. But yeah, you got to pay yeah. to even be nominated. It's, it's fucking kind of, nuts. It's wild. It is nuts. Like when I was winning my academic awards and shit in school, and I got, <laughs> I and I got most improved player, not best player, not MVP, but yeah. I was most improved player, which is crazy because I really think they only gave me that award for my attitude i used to have a really bad attitude mm. and then i became like come on guys let's go and you i got most improved attitude. player i can't imagine mandy as a kid with a bad attitude <laughs> so no nice. you can't no because you're so fun yeah. like you're, I just am. Stuff, you're fun yeah but like when we got on that motherfucking bus after a loss and y'all want to laugh oh <laughs> uh, i used to Yo, what the you, fuck you are y'all wanna... laughing for oh no, no one, one else those. watched the tapes no <laughs> no was, one else did it was the giving it was giving kobe bryant you know when like nick young and jordan hill was like yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah, looked yeah. at them like what the fuck like y'all Disgust. we have a losing record <laughs> if y'all don't fucking get your ass in the in the gym and practice yes i'm talking practice okay um but yeah give me i have a song on the list that that you put down oh well i have another one i do have another one okay we'll play this one and then yes tell me since i got this this is the most recent and then we'll go back a little further but this is this is 2020 because mm. you know covid when when covid happened we were all fighting those of us that that were not able to really be outside we were or did choose chose not to be outside we're trying really hard to like enjoy the small groups of people mm-hmm. that we were around and this was a song that was on repeat constantly by the way this is also giving no skips y'all know i like this to give you album. no skip albums yeah. mm. slime and b this was big 2020 energy for Look, me uh, uh, why you raise you had some skips oh no it looked like he got to take about this goddamn song the no. album give it to us no, no, come I'm on just haters slime and b i'm just i'm just listening <laughs> What do you mean you're just listening? Uh-uh, look at his face. Hey, you hate this you, song. You know they can you see, you on, they see you on YouTube. Now they play it so much. I don't you like it. You see? It's just so in the summer 2020. That was how I felt with Essence. That was like, enough. You bobbing your head and you look like, it's just like one of those songs that you, that you, you know that a nigga like me can change your life, oh baby. Now that's one thing a broke and rich man can do. What's that? Both of them can change your life. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> I ain't thinking about it like me? that. I ain't see the other side of the point. Feel me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> most women will tell you that broke dick is the is the best dick ever because it has to work the hardest. I give middle class. <laughs> <laughs> he said I give mid. Mid. <laughs> it's giving mid. Middle class. <laughs> <laughs> little fifty thousand dollar here. <laughs> 
It's giving it's giving one long weekend a year vacation. So yes. you 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 raise you raise you not PTO Duke. <laughs> you gave the eyebrow raise because they outplayed it. Like so so let me ask you this. They then. played the fuck out of Essence. They ruined yeah. Essence. But for because us. you make those lists, are overplayed songs and the most hype songs and the most like are those songs not what makes the, a lot of the lists that you make? Like for a song I, of the year, it's yeah, normally I try those... to be objective. Like when I do okay. like songs, those are kind of I don't place them in order. I just give like the top 20 songs. It's not necessarily the hottest. Okay. It's my opinion of who's the best. Because okay. hottest to me is easy. Like you could just say who's That's the most based popular. On data, right. yeah, it's like data, you know, popularity, things like that. I just try to use my own taste and say who I deem is the best artists or the best album of the year so that's okay. how i kind so of base it, my so it doesn't really necessarily go off of who had the most plays you don't go off numbers you just no, go no, off no, of... not numbers but i do believe relevancy matters because i'm not gonna say yo my, my homeboy that lives in apartment right, 3e right, right. is the best <laughs> rapper in the fucking world right and you don't know it but like like bro what are you talking about you right. know so okay. it's like that has to matter Give me one of your summer anthems. I'm trying to go back, in man. The last I, don't, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast. You're talking oh, about shit. summers. I mean, I, you have the Britannica in your pocket. You can I do, look it up right? on your phone. You know? <laughs> Hypocrite. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I would, the one song that does stand out to me is I remember, I think this was summer. Okay. Uh, Drake 0 to 100, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh 0 to 100, nigga, real quick. I okay. believe that because mm. I think that came out during the summer. Yeah. Actually, real quick. Yeah. Actually, this became everyone's thing that they even said. Oh, of course. And this is not on an album either. That's how great Drake is. This song doesn't appear anywhere. Wait, I'm looking at it. It literally says album. The album is NBA 2K16. That's the album. It was on 2K. It was on 2K. Wait, that's that's I did not know that about this song. I remember this song because. She I think it was during Summer Jam And Drake had texted me This is like I'm not this name dropping This is a flex Damn, it is a Drake flex. ain't texting ah, me fuck. Well he Drake communicated with me Apparently I need to be married And just throw some shade <laughs> Have my husband throw some shade So that Drake can slide in my DMs or something Jesus. But we talked about that mm. <laughs> And he told me He's like yo I got this song called Zero to a hundred It's coming out And I remember Because Summer Jam was happening That same day mm. So that's how I correlate that And then like a week or two later I believe it came out and wow. That was my, the my other song is not Drake, but I do want another Drake honorable mention. Mm. And this is probably what stemmed me to become so depressed. Oh, oh. That back to back, back, -to -back. record. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say One Dance because One Dance, one, one oh, yeah. dance for one sure. Dan was one Dance is what really made a lot of people look yeah. to. Yeah, which is always, it's always irritating to me because I'm like, Drake made Afrobeat hot in America, unfortunately. But that was. You believe that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He led, he, led, he led the charge for mainstream. Uh, for main, for mainstream Facts. Um, for sure. It's crazy because I feel like with with the back to back record, like a song of a summer being a diss record to you, you had mm. to have been depressed the whole everywhere you go, you hearing this shit. That's what Yikes. Serena. Uh, am what? I name dropping again? No, yeah. go ahead. Go, Serena. Am I name dropping again? <laughs> I don't mean that because when we did the interview with Drake, he we were talking about back to back, and he said Serena was the reason why that song is the way it is. What do you mean? He's 
I guess they were dating or she was in the studio at the time. Oh, well, we know Drake was pulling up to all the tennis matches. Don't know shit about tennis, but I'm there in support. Yeah, when he right. does that to college teams, he's a he's a weird sports fan. I mean, he that's is. how he that's how that he met, that's how he met the girl he took on a date at the Dodger Stadium. He oh, met she, we met her at, at, at the her, high school at her game. game. Mm, that's why so I get it. Daddy. That's where he picking him up. But he said that she was in the studio, <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Yo, you know, if you're gonna get at this guy because she has a competitive spirit, he has to be a song that he just can't." He can't escape. Wherever he goes, he's got to hear this record. And she put the battery in his back to create. Really? That's a fact. I know that's right. You know what? Shout out to Drake being being actually the ultimate toxic king. As much as we call Future the toxic king, Drake might really be the most the most toxic. Do you think so? Yes. Why? Because he fuels the battery in toxic bitches packs. Mm. <laughs> the rest of us is over here like, yeah, we gonna do, like yeah back to back back to back was back to back was was the most that, disrespectful. Yeah. But it was drip. But it was inspired by a woman. That's right. always what happens. Like it's yeah. always around. Think about all the beef. Man, look, look at Rihanna, man, and that was <laughs> yeah, all the beef that stemmed from even Rihanna between Chris Brown, Drake, and and Meek Mill. She had the whole music Girl, industry up in arms, and everybody was just sitting there like, "Well, sucks to be y'all." Carry on, Rihanna. <laughs> like it was amazing, but she and that was that was my other song was Wild Thoughts because Wild oh, Thoughts. That's a good let one. me play Wild Thoughts. Wild Thoughts, summer, summer, summer record. I had to be, I had to go back. I was like, I know Rihanna got something. I know she got something. Yeah, Wild Thoughts. We need, Wild we Thoughts need new Rihanna, definitely. Man. We need we're new not, Rihanna. We're never getting it. We're we, I just want features. We're just a fucking highlight. Highlight and lip gloss. I'll just. We just need a little feature. I, Cause this is a feature. This was Khaled. I'll take a feature. This is summer all day for me. It sounds like summer, right? This was given summer. I'ma let this rock just a little bit. Yeah. Bro, I could be a singer, kinda. Your shoulders singing mostly. Not my shoulders singing. Rihanna gotta stop teasing. Drop Anti Come on, just give us Anti. Just give us Anti Two. Anti Two. Is that that's R Nine, right? I think it is the next. Yeah. R Nine. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. All right, and yeah. I'm gonna go to my second pick. Yeah, mm. go for it. What you got? This is my second pick, guys. I don't doesn't even need an introduction. Oh yeah! Wow. I remember this. Okay. This was happy hour. How did this, this one was like, like you, late you night hookah? This one? Yeah, I, I was working at Epic at the time, and um, I think we were they were talking about because it, it leaked at first. It was oh. with remember. No, had, no. I, I think it was just a. I don't know. I think maybe it was just Sway Lee, and then maybe without French. I don't remember. But when I came to Epic, this was a priority, oh. and like this is the song we have. What do you guys think about it? This was a fucking hit. Yeah, easy. Right. As soon as you so hear, no for sure. So yeah. So yeah, like I was part of this whole campaign. Epic, I want a plaque. Thank you. Wow. Oh, this subtle flex. Come on, these subtle flexes. I want a plaque. Like, oh, they you still, want one? Yeah. Like, oh, what the epic, fuck? epic. Send a plaque. Which is crazy because that's something in media that I that I just recently um, was even aware of. Like Charlemagne has a plaque for Bodak Yellow because of how oh. much he spoke about it yeah. and brought it to the forefront, especially on the Breakfast Club. That's yes. nice. So he has he has a plaque for like yeah, somebody for the, somebody bought that for him. Yeah, mm. plaques are like you edible to, arrangements. I mean, you buy your own plaques. <laughs> like I bought I, I bought mine. Like I bought one for for the the really the, yeah for the the record that I won a Grammy for. Yeah, I bought that one. What do you how keep much your Grammy? 
Oh, I don't. I don't have a statue. Oh. I didn't buy the statue. The statue, statue was like ten grand. I didn't want to buy the statue. And that's I, what. Yeah, she told me. And that I also, too. and I thought to myself, I would have. I mean, I'm. I, I should get the certificate. I didn't get the certificate either. And I'm surprised I didn't get it actually because it was such a. It was such a, a pride, a, a proud moment for me for a song that everybody at the label was like, the song's. But trash. you know She's how good of a friend away. I was. I said. Bridget, on our new set, let's have a Grammy. So I went on Alibaba and Etsy, <laughs> she was on Etsy and I was like, one. I think we could find a good Grammy like trophy. And she said none of them looked real enough. None of them oh, looked real. They were man. actually giving the wrong kind of. Some of them are like too yellow. Like the gold is too oh, yellow. Man. She's like, then it's giving bronze. She was like, none of these yeah. look real. We can't have this on the set. It's giving bowling trophy. And I was Not like, friend, I could get a goddamn spray paint can, and we could make this happen. I said we could get your name in there and everything. All right, yeah, we might, we, we might, might. Could. we might, could. Yeah. Still option. You know? Still option. All right. Give us one more summer anthem. Um, Give it to me. I'm going to go with Jigga Man uh, with Rick Ross. I remember this because the album came out in July. And Fuck With Me, You Know I Got It, to me, was one of the best records. Oh. From the uh, album. Magna, Magna Carta. Holy Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Grail. I love also how they put, how they spelt it on the album. Yeah, it was all, this was, it's this all was, together. Like a big-ass typo. This it, was also, this tour... It, it was the Legends of Summer tour was was probably my favorite tour that I think mm. I've ever been to with Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z. And they did this. Oh. And it was like with the horn section, mm. with strings. It was, yeah. I was in the string section. She That's kiss. Section. She did she play violin. violin. For real? You play violin? <laughs> you got like a Stradivari violin? I put it right here. Hey. <laughs> it's all the critics. Just play your violin. No, this is given. This is given. This, uh, this, this, this is summer. Summer song. It's a great class. This, a- this is on my workout playlist. This is on my on my workout playlist. On okay. my, my running playlist. Fuck with me, you know that guy. See, and then y'all yeah. be mad about gold diggers. Y'all invite us. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Hello. Bitch, I know she can learn it. Hello. Yes, yes, I mean, she is. Hello. 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 Money this song, one pissed me off. Reebok song, I just do it. <laughs> I think he had no, a situation. He remember? Did. Not with the Nike. Not with the Nike love. Don't do that. I'm from the south. I told you he used to rock them soldieries. <laughs> I love a good Reebok. No, I know, but he said just do it with Reebok. Oh, That's okay. I was like, come on. Hey. You from New Orleans? I'm from Florida. Florida. Oh. I, hey, hey. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't want to offend the jits. I'm from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> The I, I put you on to that jitterbug. I know. I used to give Florida lingo lessons yeah. here on the pod. I gotta bring that back. <laughs> I just don't go back enough now to really be on it. Every time I go back, I'm like, girl, I never heard this music here. I go down that's there. What I'm talking it's about. all new music. That's why I like, love Florida. City girls. That's my. I'm a city boy. And you know what? Actually, oh. you know what? Actually, I hate about that is that New York. In every club, it doesn't matter where the fuck I'm at in the country or the world, they have a set in the clubs, mm-hmm. right? True. No set, no club has Florida sets down. Like, I don't, like, mm. no one is just oh. playing Trick Daddy, followed by Kaya, followed by Tampa, Tampa well, Tommy. No, but, but, yeah. but, but, in, but in the South's defense, they have, for the most part, monopolized 
the the waves the airwaves for the last the last the last two decades that's i would true. say okay so you don't Valid. need a, you don't need a specific set because real ass bitch give a fuck that was coming on no matter where you were Facts. it didn't matter like no matter what the set was at some point you were there's never a point where you're not going to hear somebody from okay Florida, well, then, from well then let's let's say this right you guys get an early 2000s, late, late 90s, early 2000s, New York City set all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, 50 yeah. still gets played oh, like, yeah. in the club. Absolutely. And Lil' Kim Absolutely. and Biggie. Like, yeah. y'all have, like, literally 90s to early 2000s, New York set gets played. Maybe that's the only era y'all really had. <laughs> <laughs> because the South took over. It's pretty, ama- <laughs> it's pretty amazingly timeless. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't hear Trick Daddy anywhere. We're not going to do that. You are not. Oh. <laughs> we not gonna do that. I mean, we not gonna do that. I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I'm, if they still playing all about the Benjamins. Doesn't matter where you go. That yeah. came out in '97. That's a 25 year old song, sis. Mm-hmm. Not still relevant. Relevant. We go all the way back to 25. We years. don't. We so go. Yeah. To, we usually we go um, to about 2010 when uh, when Bobby Shmurda came out. That's yeah, how far back we go. That, yeah, I think that's about it. Because that still plays. Bodak Yellow too still yeah. plays. And that was okay. inspired by. That was inspired by, by the South. By the South. Uh-huh, sure was. Yeah, I love Kodak. Uh-huh, give Kodak his. And not really. I, that's another one hypocrisy right the way he has all them charges the way he is not he's a misogynist but he's a little deeper than a misogynist yeah. he's uh, <laughs> deeper than a misogynist what is deeper than a misogynist <laughs> once you have assaulted OJ. rape charges on women Oof. like yeah it's given like damn why do I like you you know who else from the south I like and he done killed a whole why, uh, YNW Melly oh YNW Melly that nigga oh. got some heat <laughs> and I'll be like damn but he killed somebody but technically that's what the rappers think about anyways at least I mean at least at least, yeah. he, at least he peep talking about what he lived about. Yeah, he's a whole schizo. Like his other person killed his friend, not him. Oh, okay. like he has like two personalities. Okay. Like he's he's a little just insane. But I mean, you know, I love the I love the South, man. Like I said, City Girls, I'm a big fan of. I like Kodak. So you like Saucy Santana too? You know what? I I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, trying to articulate what I want to say. Okay. Um, I think he could rap. Mm-hmm. He could rap really well. I haven't like sat with his music, right? To like give it a fair shake, but I saw him like do freestyle here and there, like just do some some shit like that. And I was like, yeah, this guy gets busy. Oh, he flows. Yeah, I just yeah, think that his, his his the the uh, the appearance is just so flamboyant, it's so in your face yeah. that it could be a distraction. Mm. But if the music is jamming, and if he comes out with a hit like a a certified hit, he's out of here. It's crazy because mm. I I wouldn't. Do you feel like uh, Lil Nas X then, with the flamboyancy he's now done, has been a distraction from his music? No, because the music has been... See, you you believe so? I think it is. You think so? Yeah. Uh, Because he's got hits, though. Yeah, but not that many. Not enough to be... It's not... Every single has kind of been a hit, though. He's got got at least three. At least four. Three or four. four, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I'm (laughs) I'm comparing it to like a Doja Cat and... Mm. The level of production that we see with the Doja Cat, almost every single on her album, almost every song on her album is is, is a hit. Is a hit. Yes. And but I so, think that has to do more with her team. Well, maybe, but I I still think that the the visuals and all the production matches the mu- like it matches the success and the the likability of the songs. I think with Lil Nas X, he's got hits like here and there sporadically, mm-hmm. but it's not. I don't know, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know anybody looking forward to a full Lil Nas X project. I get what you're at saying. At this point, like I don't mm. know if anybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to hear a whole album of." Like we love, we love the singles, mm. but That's I don't. I think, not I think a, what I love about Lil Nas X though is every song sounds different, and yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like. I like that you kind of don't know what to expect. Mm. You know what I mean from him? But I. That's, but I also I do think it's distracting because we don't we don't feel like there's. 
I don't know. I just I feel like the production the production value is up here, mm. which to me is a lot harder to maintain if the music is not all is not also all all the way up here. Well, speaking but. of music, the last topic I wanted to talk about with you, yes, um, and even bringing up Saucy, I'm having fun it's a, here. It's a great yeah. segue. This song. So this is Saucy Santana's walk, mm. and it became viral because of TikTok. Uh, this is his song. This is yeah. his song. Really? See? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, ho, yeah, I know that you can talk. You talking all this shit, but let me see hey. you walk. Let me see you walk. Damn, I didn't know this was a record. This yeah. is Saucy Santana. So, and even bringing that up, I know this came out between before Material Girl, right? Yes, and Material Girl is now also another yeah, song that's very big on fucking TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that era, mm-hmm. right? Because you've been doing music journalism for so long. Yeah. Um, TikTok recently released a new music distribution platform called Sound On. Mm. Um, they've also are in ties with the labels, which now allow these songs that are going viral on TikTok to kind of streams for artists. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about this even with other people in the music industry, how maybe there's no ARs because literally they just want you to go viral. So they want you to create right. songs. The ARs are perusing TikTok. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean we've seen a lot of songs get hot literally from TikTok so Savage literally is probably why Meg even got that Beyonce feature was because Mm. how big it went on TikTok and there's songs that I absolutely when I hear the whole song it's like ill this song sucks and I'm actually gonna play one just because I think it sucks (laughs) Okay. Um, and I'm mad that y'all made it popular but Mm. it's giving you know what song I'm about to play don't you this song is shit when I hear it on the radio it's like it's giving Casio keyboard demo (laughs) First and well, foremost. It's, it, it probably was a demo. Do you know what song this is? What yet? song is this? This is why no one knows the whole song, and then when it plays, it's just. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Uh, this song is awful. I feel like I'm at brunch or some shit. This was another <laughs> overplayed song, but it it got popular because of the TikTok. What other song? Bitch, the other one that actually just got hey, famous hey. during the New Year. She's a runner, she's a track star. This is awful, by the way. Yeah. She gonna run away when it gets who's hard. A, who's the artist of the Smokey? She can't Smokey. take the pain, she can't get scarred. Was he good? She heard again. that name one that gets involved. Don't wanna commit, but take it this far. To your point, though, you're right. Because the thing is that... A song, like, talk about hits, right? A hit doesn't necessarily mean it's a good record. It's just a popular record, right? Like, this bad hits. You know what I'm saying? You know? Like, every song that plays on the radio is, is for the most part, a hit. But it doesn't mean it's good. Give us. Give us the ones you think are think bad of a, hits. Think of a song that sucks. Oh, this is a whole nother fucking... Song we gotta sucks. do this especially squeeze. I love it. A song that's... Another song that sucks. I'm trying sucks. to think of a song that sucks that's popular. Um... Fuck, I'm trying to think of a record. By the way, the one right now, too. Throw me some names. Coming to the moon. I don't, Demo, don't, well, I don't think that enough. sucks. It, but that's the that's all the songs I'm going to get, get a lot of heat for this. And Uh-oh. It, and Uh-oh. Give I us your hot take. What song sucks? But I, I, I do want to preface it with I love his album. <laughs> okay. You know exactly where I'm going, Jay. That Fabio Foreign New York City. I New don't want to hear that song. I'm sorry, anymore. I hate it. I and don't if you put that, that shit on your list, anymore. I'm gonna come for you because it didn't. They didn't even mix <sighs> Alicia's I vocals. I just don't want to. It's giving screeching <laughs> on the fucking chalkboard. And I, I we said it when it came out. I just don't. I don't like Y'all the record. Stop sucking and the dick people, of that song. And we hear it every. We hear, I've been hearing it everywhere, and I'm just like, no, bro. I'm tired. I'm no enough. Enough. <laughs> enough. 
no, but also like Alicia Keys has a very strange love obsession and love affair with New York City. Yeah. Like, girl, her Met Gala outfit just for what? She's she's a prideful person, man. We're prideful I just people. I I laugh because somebody posted a picture of the train with like this like this <laughs> opaque little mama. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that little mama silhouette in the in the in the train. It was great. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of a hit. Uh, I, a hit that sucks. A hit that sucks. Like a popular song that's all right. Panda. Remember designer. Panda wow. was actually a song of the summer as well. Panda sucks. It sucked then, it sucks now. I got broads in Atlanta. Are you kidding me? That song is aged you know like, why I like a it? fucking banana. I'm not gonna hold you. I thought Timmy I, Tur- I thought Timmy Turner, Turner was, was way better. Timmy Turner was way better than this. But you know what's crazy about this song? Oh. It's giving future. It's not, yeah, he sounded, thought, like, he sounded future. like future when it came out. And to be honest, I think because he sounded so much like future and had no real identity or story outside of this record, we didn't care anymore. Actually, you wanna know a hot take? Mm. With him sounding like future and you said the song sucks, Panda is a better record than every song on the new future album. Nah, come on. Fuck out here. Except Love You Better. I, love, I like Love, love You Better. Love You Better is cute. This right. song goes off better than every this song on that future than the future. Like this I got bars in Atlanta. You serious? This song is, this song is whack. It does nothing for me. You know what made me mad was that he just he had no follow up. And he had so much Timmy Turner presence, was a so much energy. No, I know, but even beyond Timmy Turner, like there was nothing. I don't know. Maybe I feel like maybe I feel like I've, I'm I'm desensitized to how many how much music we get from like the little babies and the some of the drill shit to me sucks. It's popular, but it sucks. Mm. You know what I mean? But it, it, it lives for the moment. But going back to the TikTok thing, I don't know. It's sustainable because it's like you talk about the runner track star dude. What has he had since then? Right. You know what I mean? It's not. It's fast food. I don't want to be the guy. You know. Screaming at the cloud, talking but about this, back in but my this day. Is, but this is literally what A and R's and like this is what we've gone to. Like in terms of streaming, it's you got to make it popular. But like you got to make it ca- captionable. True, you I, know. I think Drake is a master of that, but Drake is, is also talented. But oh, I, I think I love I, his toxic quotes. Drake is the master of that shit. You, you know I what I mean? Like his, <laughs> I, Drake is incredible. But like Jack Harlow to me is just as equally as dope because I think so too. Like he came out with the um. What's the, the first record what's he had? Ha- what's happening? What's happening? Then yeah. he followed yeah. up with the Tyler Hero Brand record. Brand new just happened. That's, That's another like, thing. I did not know that was a white man. Yeah, but Until he- the video dropped. <laughs> I said, who? I didn't either, actually. We talked about that. Is this I was giving like- cosplay? Like, I thought maybe... <laughs> because, like, you know, like, the videos, it's not really their vocals. Yeah, like, you yeah, can have yeah. anybody sing. Like, Missy Elliott used to do it in her videos a lot. She had, like, just actors voicing her lyrics yeah, a lot. Right. So I was and like, the thing is, really is And the thing was, like, with TikTok, it's a loop, right? So it's, you know, it's a, it's a short fee it's a short you know what i mean a, a short uh burst right of music mm. right and then what happens is that community because i'm not on tiktok but then the t- tiktok community might take it to instagram but i'm on instagram so now i'm familiar with it because you're taking an instagram the tiktok content it's, and it's, put yeah, instagram it's, it's being regurgitated and it's being, yeah, yeah and it's just like here we go again yeah <laughs> do, you, do you feel pressure to be in your space to have to to have to keep up with some of that shit though or not yeah really? i mean you don't have to like it but you just have to be aware that yeah. it exists you know what i'm, I'm saying? my parents now i'll be so mad at me like who who is who is this guy yeah i don't even know even when i watch basketball now because you know that was my world for such a long time yeah. i'll be watching it now like who are these kids on the court <laughs> oh my god where is their facial hair right these guys look they're so, so young they're they're, they faced. look like fucking baby babies mm-hmm. but now i'm like whoa i feel old now and I feel that same way in music. Yeah. Like, like I said, the, the NBA young boy 
um, even being in, in the conversations because his TikTok goes off. Right. I, I can't even really name you sometimes some, some NBA young boy songs. Like, that's no. a girl, he's a great example. He's a, Someone who's extremely popular. Popular, yeah. yeah. But I don't think the casual rap fan could name five NBA young boy songs. But mm. you got to know that he exists. Right. Because then you're like some curmudgeon talking about like, I don't, what, NBA what? Yeah, you can't no, do that. No, he's incredibly popular. I mean, I felt that way about, um, about Dirk for a minute. It took me a while to like catch on and then I saw him perform and I was like, all right, well, this is lackluster, but I at least no. But I realized I realized too that most a lot of a lot of performers, and I, I'm not limiting it to rappers because I've seen singers do this too. They're not their main like thought and focus and practice is not performance. It's not mm. stage, which presence. is crazy it's when not, that's where, where they make the most of their money. Well, yeah, well, it depends. <laughs> they unless, don't prioritize um, it. They don't right. They don't prioritize it. It depends if they're if they're their main bread and butter really is. I mean, at this point, scamming or content <laughs> or it's content, PPP. you know what I'm saying? It's giving, yeah, it's giving, giving credit card fraud. Um, but if it's not that and it's not content creation on social media, which is what a lot of them do. A lot of them make money on, I mean, Cardi I, is Cardi because I, who Cardi was before music. Correct. And I've got, I don't, I don't know. No? I mean, I think here's the thing. I know we get distracted by a lot of things, brand partnerships, yeah. followers, yeah. things like that. It, to me, it really comes down to one thing, the music. Does the music resonate? Does it impact? I disagree. Cause I look at know. look at Saweetie's catalog, but, and now look at all the brand deals she, we but, see. Sweetie, but she getting. still has some records to support the reason why she has records to support her existence. Okay, you know That's what I'm true. saying. So it's like at the end of the day, I think J Cole, Drake, Kendrick. I don't think they would be where they are without the music. Mm. You know, like giving me the squinted eyes, Bridget. <laughs> no, you, think about it, like well, they, but but I'm also but I'm also thinking about the the brand the the partnerships for them and the brand deals for them were because were license were music was music being licensed like so nba commercials sprite commercials things like that were what we were hearing their music it wasn't about seeing we didn't i'm not we don't see kendrick in a taco bell commercial right but i'm just saying is that the music to me is the leverage for, that allows you to do every other thing that you want to do. I think it depends. No, maybe I don't think maybe that's with true. men with women it's their looks. No, I just I don't think it's bro it's the looks. It's, well, no, so? women. I, I I agree. I agree somewhat with Saweetie that. Sweetie getting a Mac deal. The the. Uh, but she has records though. Whether they're good or not, they 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 exist. They've impacted. What else though. has Sweetie got a lot? She got she did McDonald's. She did she Mac. Did a, she had a Mac makeup partnership. McDonald's. She did the said. McDonald's one. We Meg the Stallion also did Popeyes. Doja really gets a lot too. She did. But Doja about, has great music. But Doja has yeah, Do, very, different. But Doja has a whole. Doja yeah. is, is she's in a league of her own. She she's in a league of her she's own. She's by herself. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't totally disagree with you, but I. I do disagree that music is the driving force. You don't think so? No, I don't. Who, like, I think your team is. So who would you give as an maybe. example that you think their team is the driving force versus the music, sweetie? I'm sorry, her, her yeah, records don't I, go. She doesn't she's have not that. A performer. She doesn't have that many, and she's she hasn't barely even getting on festival lineups, which is wild. She has more brand. She just did a fucking show on Netflix about sex, but when also going on. Uh, Justin LaBoy show and saying she's never had a one night stand. What qualifies you to even host a sex show? It's your team getting into those rooms, advocating for you and saying she's good at what she does. But I also think the team is also saying this is a platinum artist and they're naming her mm, hits and things like that. Okay. Like, okay. Those are those stats allow her to be in these spaces, whether she's qualified or not. Person. Which is funny because that's why I told you I want a New York Times bestseller. There yeah. are certain yes. like qualifications I, I, and you will. And that you'll put you it. in rooms. You have it. That 
even if they don't know you, even if they don't care about you, if you put Grammy Award winning, if you put, oh, yeah. which is why oh, I'll walk into the room and she hates me. Mm-hmm. Anytime we walk into a room, I'm like, yes, she was Rock Nation's first, first artist. Yeah. She, Grammy Award winning Bridget Kelly. And I'm she's like, like okay. bitch, stop saying it. And I'm like, no, girl. That. Like, I don't want to lead with that. But fuck that, bitch. If that, I would, right. but that, that gives you that the, was, I would say that on a date, bitch. But it's, but it, is, <laughs> it would be on my dating profile. <laughs> but it is a solid, <laughs> it would be though. It, it is a solid entry point. I won't deny yeah. that. I mean, I think I think it's a lot. We're a lot more harsh when it comes to black artists. Mm. So maybe that's maybe maybe I'll correct my statement and say that it's we're a lot more harsh when it comes to black artists because there's a lot of white artists that get looks that we don't see that are not even on our fucking radar that we're like, huh? I mean, and it's no shade to her, and I love her to death. So before y'all or y'all try to come at me in these comments, and I've known her a long time, <laughs> don't fucking play with me. But Rita Ora has gotten more looks, mm. more TV looks, more fashion looks. Mm. You got a point. Then, then she music. has music. That's a fact. And and that might be an American thing. Mm. I don't know. I, I can't speak That's for true. other countries. That's true. But I think for us, she's someone, she performed at the White House for the Obamas for, for something a few years back. And I was like, what? Yeah. How? Yeah. Her like, looks. Her looks. Well, not even just her looks, her profile. It's not just her looks. It's her profile. It's her reach, her impressions, her insights, her engagement. It's, it's at yeah. that level. She had a capsule collection with Adidas. Like, it really has to do with really what your what your looks are and i remember going to an event and shout out to jay ryan who runs all the brand partnerships for pretty little thing Mm -hmm. i went to an event and he he they they had like the step and repeat the red carpet or whatever and so he's going through the list of people he was like girl look how many celebs we have that got to walk the carpet people that we got to you know that we gifted clothes to and i could maybe recognize three people that were actually celebrities Mm. and everybody else was an influencer Influencer. but the influencers have millions of like we're we're talking like teenage white girls that have 13 million followers Mm. on instagram 11 million followers one of them actually was a music artist and put some put a record out she's friends with olivia rodrigo who i also had no concept of who she was or what she looked like until the grammys Mm. and she performed and they gave her all these awards at the grammys And she's she's been out for fifteen minutes. So to be 16. fair, sixteen now it's sixteen. Cause, yeah, but I just in in general, I think I think we're a lot more harsh with black artists, and they they don't get the same looks. Obviously, not to bring race into it, but it does mm-hmm. play a part. But I do think that nowadays more artists get brand partnerships based on your level of reach. It's got less to yeah. do with what your music is, even if you are a music artist. I mean, unless unless you're an artist where. You make it a point. The artist has to prioritize the art. So the Kendrick and the Cole, Kendrick, Cole, and Drake always prioritize the art. No matter what happens, they will always prioritize the art. Her will always prioritize the art. No matter what ad you see her in, she's got her guitar or she's singing or her her music is playing. And her glasses Mm -hmm. and bang. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, and that's a signature look, (laughs) but she still got the music. Her her music is still the focus. Billie Eilish, same thing. You're not going to see Billie Eilish in no commercial where her music not playing. Mm. And so in my mind, it's like, all right, cool. I think I think for each artist, we can say if they prioritize music as their their like the gas that's in their tank for real, mm-hmm. then that will then that can be how they're how they're how they're I guess qualified to be in have brand partnerships. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I didn't think about Rita Ora. You just killed that. No, nah, but all right, I, I, she might be an anomaly, but I still feel like that's the that's the fuel that gets the car driving. So yeah. All right. All right. 
Well, what, we, what, we, what we getting out of here too, sis? Uh, Timmy Turner. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> V. Let our listeners know where they can find you, what yes. you have out, where they can hear your hot takes, All warm shows, yeah. your lukewarm and takes. And when are we when are we gonna get Rap Radar? Po- when are we gonna get the podcast back? We are because coming back. I've been saying for two years we're coming back. But <laughs> you have no. the lines. Uh, no, it's s- turning into it's turning into uh, Dr. Dre's uh, like detox, right? <laughs> no, but detox. Definitely yes. um, this year. <laughs> this year, <laughs> I'm gonna say summer. Okay. So I'm summer, spring, fall. Yeah. She it's giving she by <laughs> Summer, 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 winter, uh, maybe January. <laughs> we'll be back though. It's coming. I caught that reference. Okay. Yes, come on, pop culture. Yes. <laughs> Yo, that was funny. No, it's not she by Sheree. Rap Radar Podcast is coming back. I promise you guys. And it's going to be better than ever. I'm looking forward to it. We have a new situation on the table. It's going oh, yes. to be great. It's going to be great. I'm excited for you. But for now, um, Spotify Live every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, come into the room. It's free. If you have a Spotify account, you could also log in for free. I love um, that. The name of the show is New Joints Live. Yeah. Tap in. You can talk with me. Talk hip hop for an hour. That's happening. Um, new season of Complex Brackets is happening August, I believe, this summer. Okay. Um, that's my show on August, Complex. Yeah, in the summer. You did yes. that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's Come happening. On brackets. So watch all the back episodes. It's a really good show. It's like March Madness. March yeah. Madness with music. Music. It could be. Yeah. In a, and we're, the plan is to extend it to outside of music. So like Ooh. hypothetically, if we get. Can we do a Real Housewives? And you have me come on there and we could talk about the best Real Housewives. That could happen, you know. I mean, I would love, I would love, I don't know how into sports you are, but I would love to see that as a, from, from a sports perspective yeah. too. I think that would be really Absolutely. dope. Absolutely. I want to have like LeBron James <laughs> no, but on I, there. No, but I mean to talk to an athlete. I wouldn't, I would ah. mean like bring, no shoot. I would, I'm not like, hey, grab Stephen A. Smith. No, fuck out of here. No. We yeah. really would rather like an athlete come on yeah. and talk. And Actually, talk that I can shit. help you because the way the ones I follow on Twitter be going at it, they could they throw yeah. shots at each other, yes. and I love it. I love it. You know what? Actually, just have Trey Young on there. Trey Young would be great. He would be yeah, great be on there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I've been thinking about like LeBron when he was doing promo for the Space Jam movie. I was yeah. like, let's talk about the best rapper turned athlete or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Or like. The possibilities are endless. Yes. Yeah, because um, yes. I'm telling you now, Shaq, you were not the best athlete turned rapper. <laughs> he went on Earn Your Leisure or one of them, or The Pivot, one of them, yeah. and talked about he was the best. And it's just like, nah, I'm nah, sorry. Damian Litt is pretty good. It, he's Dave, really good. Yeah. He's pretty fucking Damian good. Shumper is really good, too. Really? When he really go off, he go Elon off. Is good, too, yeah. He's really good. You got to listen to his little mixtapes. So, I Complex Brackets is coming back real soon, and uh, Rap Radar Podcast this year and that's yeah. about it Stay I love tuned. it Stay you tuned. are now friends with benefits hey. thank you for joining us and make sure you follow make sure you follow Brian B. Miller yes you know not on, to be on confused on all socials <laughs> B.TM <laughs> there you go on all social platforms we'll see y'all next week we have a great weekend we will see weekend. y'all next week <laughs> this was a good song don't laugh no this is not this is a, this is a future song <laughs> He been wishing for a burner. The kid lay like walking. He know that it's on the furnace. But bitch, you beat it. How they bought you fucking no beat it. Riding for wallet. Kid lay like walking. He know that it's on the furnace. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He been wishing for a burner. The kid.